Hello, and welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Uh, we are here for, we hope will become an annual event. This will be the second time we've done this. Our just kind of general uh, New Year's Eve hangout show. Uh, tonight, I am joined by Brent, Brent Curry. Hi, guys. Justin Mayotte. What up? Milosh. I heard something there. He had a bit of a squeak. His audio oh, went low. Oh. oh, there you are. Oh, cool, there you are. And Brendan Crowe. Let's get it. And uh, these, as as a general rule, don't have any specific topic. We're just going to have a conversation and see where it goes. So These are uh, my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I like these too, actually. Um, so I think this was Brendan's idea when, when we did this last year. Um, so this is hopefully something we will continue to do, but, um, yeah. So what, where would we like to start tonight, boys? So, so here's my thoughts on the 2024 election. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We'll save that till, till Josh is around. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm any part of that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, regardless of who wins, it's going to be an asshole. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone can, can deny that prediction. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, uh, oh, go ahead, man. I, I was going to ask, Justin, what is your reaction to your, for your former boy, Russell Wilson, being benched like he is? <laughs> Hey, oh. Broncos country, let's ride the bench. <laughs> now, why no, this is the this is this is the Woody Harrelson from uh, Zombieland wiping tears with money situation. Like, who cares? Hey, gonna play like hey I picked, like, I picked the Broncos this week. I picked the Broncos we, this week. Let's go, Stenum. I feel <laughs> it. I feel it. I feel like there are so many second string QBs. This isn't like this. a new coach situation, you know. <laughs> Coach, you get a win. This is a new quarterback. Just gonna be yeah, on well, it's, it's not I'm to Brandon's get a win. It's, it's not to get a win. It's so that way they can cut him in March because he has a guarantee clause if he gets injured. No, so they don't want him to get injured in the last two games. So that way they can cut him and yeah, he can be somebody else's problem. Yeah, but but you want you you want to know something funny? He's gonna get injured anyways. Like he's gonna slam the door on his leg or something. That's what I. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter if something happens off the field. I don't think. I think they only have to. Nah, that, that. that's the thing. He can, he can make it. If he does, if he happens, even off the field, do you want to go to court or do you just want to pay? All I know is uh, for, he can for school. me, uh, Sean, and, like, Sean Payton honestly, is on the guy is the wealthiest owner in the NFL. So the way I'm looking at it, like he's gonna rather give him hundred milk to get rid of him than to drag legislation to court to try to get out of paying him because he just doesn't care. Yeah, because then you got the lawyer fees on top plus the fucking public relations bullshit. So it's easier to just yeah, let's ride this season out and just get easy, easy just to pay a clean break. I think, I think it's uh, what is it like another three years on his contract? Ooh. Probably Ooh. they signed him for a big one when they did. So yeah. Dude, it's, it's, so I mean, I, isn't it his his contract extension doesn't even start until next season? 
That's what I thought. Like yeah. he doesn't even like yeah, next contract doesn't even kick yeah, in. I was, was going to say I thought I thought the extension like brought it out more than the two years because I think the two yeah. years were from uh, were from the Seahawks. That's possible. I could look that up. Mm. Yeah. But also, yeah, uh, Sean um, Payton is on a fraud watch, in my opinion. Um, fraud. fraud watch with him. I mean, what? I don't know. I, I'm starting to think: is this guy even a good coach? Like. He just looks like so. Yeah, but where is their where is their talent on that team though? That team is a mess. Yeah, I mean, I think also, I just think it's I just think it's hilarious that like we got we ended up getting like the best end of that deal. I I was fuming. When that <laughs> yeah, I was everybody like, thought I was that. Like, yeah. you got. I was like, you got rid of. It was like oh, his Jesus. best. Season. It was like the best season. Everybody he thought you got please. You got rid of. You got Next rid of Russell you know. Wilson. Like Drew Locke. And Noah Fant, and guess what? Noah Fant has won games for us. Drew Locke well, has won games for us. Well, that's just it. At least they're playable players. The team that I he know. went to is literally getting rid of him for a bag of fucking peanuts. So I know. Oh, dear God, you're right, man. I mean, we all know that NFL contracts are essentially hypothetical. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah there's no such thing as salary cap. Yeah, who needs Marvel What If when you've got an NHL co- or NFL contract? The whole, whole thing can oh, yeah. be avoidable. He's signed through 2028. That's insane. Wait, he signed signed 2028 for another four years. He signed through through 2028. Boy, there's a regretful decision. (laughs) I bet they got some buyer's remorse on that one. But I think think the the deal is I think Peyton never really wanted him to begin with. Well, so, that's not yeah. a surprise. It's... He's got he through twenty twenty eight, and the first out is after twenty five. So, like, so. yeah, his best bet is to just stay fucking quiet, let the team try and find somewhere for him to go, buy him out, give him, an, and see if he can get another start with another team. Because if he throws a hissy fit now, that's well, just going to hurt his chances of getting on with somebody else, right? They're never going to be able to trade him. So that's they're going to have to buy him out. Team started like close to sixty quarterbacks this season. Like, are you allowed to buy a contract out before it even starts? No, I think. There's gotta be there's gotta be outs in it because he plays it right. The NFL he's gonna have he's gonna have a place to play next year. Yeah, there's just no way around it. Somebody's gonna pick up Russell Wilson. Well, that's if they're allowed to actually. If they're allowed to actually buy him out, like, what if they yeah, but, like, but if use up the first year of a contract? Because no, but like, here's the thing: like, somebody's going to make a calculated choice and say, you know what, it's worth it to do it because there's no be, way uh, Russell Wilson doesn't go unsigned, and he's not going to sit around. Like, Denver's not picking up his contract, so he's not going to sit a, around in Denver collecting well, money. You know, there's a there's a team. In I mean, Fox everybody said that Jesus. about Colin Kaepernick too, and look at where he's and at. He, so. We would take him. I think that's a whole new goal on that ball game. Like, that dude is going to be 70, still doing, like, control, man. <laughs> so here's the, he's uh, never going to go away. No, he's not. He's going to be like LeVon Bell. Like, he set out a year <clears throat> wanting money. Russell Whistling is going to be like, he'll, he'll want to play. He's not going to be the type yeah. of player who's going to sit just to get money. LeVon Bell. <laughs> On this deal going forward, 2024 17. Assume I'm talking millions here. 2024 17. No, I thought you talked thousands, thousands and thousands. 20, 2025 
37, 2026, 40. Uh, oh, these all have bonuses too. Hang on. Seventeen with a twelve million dollar bonus. Twenty twenty five. In order to get your performance bonuses, you have to be allowed on the field to perform those. So that's <laughs> that's a good age. 30, Thirty-seven million with a ten million bonus in twenty-five. Forty million in twenty-six with a ten million bonus. Twenty-seven and twenty-eight have no bonuses, but it's forty-four and fifty. Holy oh, Jesus. Like, and he was actually, they're spending, and he was they're spending the GDP of a small contract. Asian country that's on like this guy's uh, contract, and they're not even going to well, use them. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, it's sounding like a, sh- a Shohei contract. You got all that money oh, going all the way out. Don't worry, he's deferring $68 million a year. Like, that's got to be illegal somehow. Like, you're making 70 but you're only taking two. But once you're done, they're going to pay you the other fucking, like, $39 the billion new, they owe you. The new, like, uh, new Bobby Bonilla. Holy fuck. Yeah, like, actually, I was actually kind of surprised the, uh, the baseball players union didn't step in on that. Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, uh-huh. that one seems like it's just going to open the door for a lot of bad things to come. Like, but. Yeah, but honestly, I think, I think the union, gonna, I think gonna the gonna union have, will love that. I have a ton of people getting paid possibility to get on the Every year. Yeah, but yeah. like the, the yeah. problem with this, like now, now, now teams are going to expect these big name players to defer until they retire and then pay them at the end. But like a lot of players aren't going to go for that. Like, well, here's, so, like here's this, this is going to cause like, some shit, and it's going to be interesting. Honestly, honestly, that kind like, of makes have, a lot more sense. You don't have the, the next the player, big one coming to the market. You don't well, have like, another, if you're a team, if you're a you team know, that's got a legitimate like, chance at like a like contending in the year then yeah sure you can go out you can get a big name get them to defer and then you know what i mean worry about it after the fact but mm-hmm. like for the just like for the sake of the blue jays getting someone like they're not going to be able to defer that much fucking money like look at some of the teams like well, the marlins like they can't even they can't, they're paying their whole team less than he's making one year right less than what he's deferring actually so like well, think about yeah. it. think about it if i'm if i'm a player right and i know like let's say i'm like 25 I know that my best years could either be right now or ahead of me. So I can yeah, make all that prime. money right now, right? So, like, let's say I made the $70 million a year, and then I had that $70 million a year every year for the 10 years. You could put that money away, or you could spend it all, or you could do bad financial spending now, or I could say, hey, why don't I just say I'll take... Five million dollars a year for like forty years, and yeah, then but okay. for like the next forty years, I'm getting five million dollars a year. Then after I'm gone, and I've got like Tommy John issues, and I've got like you know whatever kind of injuries, arthritis kicking in, I can use that money later on. You know what I mean? It kind of makes sense for the players to try to structure those kinds of deals in a nope. sense, but like you shouldn't be allowed to defer more than half. Hmm. So you know what I mean? Like, thing. you should, you like should have is... to take half your contract that should count towards whatever salary it structure. Because that's, cause that's going to end up fucking over the Dodgers. I think a lot of yeah, like, this is coming. Like, you're not going to have an American guy who is so contract. But, okay, a like, what this, happens? A lot, a, lot of this, a lot of this is going to be Japanese. Though, and a lot of this is going to yeah. be common sense thing. Because mm. look at it this way. If somebody paid me, like, I get paid 5000 a month, and somebody tells me, like, hey, I'm going to pay you 1000 a month. And I don't know, like you're gonna have 
I'm gonna pay you four thousand every other, you know, like starting yeah. five years from now, I'm gonna pay you the rest of the money. I jump on that deal because I can live off a thousand. Okay, but like and when what I happens? Working, when I stop working, I still get to four K every year, every month. Okay, but like, like look at it from the, the team perspective, right? Like I know it's unlikely to happen, but what like what happens if bas- baseball puts in a salary cap? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. The deal's fine. Like, wouldn't, 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 wouldn't that deferred money, paid. though, count on their cap? Nope. So wouldn't that hurt them on the field? Yeah, it would. Yeah, but then you can restructure it. Right? But yeah. I think here's the thing. Because that's what happens. If they, do, if they do decide to put in a salary cap, mm-hmm. you're dealing with a lot of the issues where there's going to be a oh, lot yeah. of contracts. Well, th- that's what I'm saying. I know, I know, what, what, I know it's un- incredibly un- Yeah, yeah. No, no, I get it. It's so, incredibly like, unlikely. Like, the same thing happened to hockey like 15 years ago. They went on a lockout. They yeah, said, oh, they'll never be a salary cap. Hockey money and, and then, yeah. MLB money. Like, it happens all the totally time. Totally different. Like, but it's like, yeah. Like, if, but, you put it, if you put it hypothetically, if it does happen, like, you're going to have put in a provision that all contracts signed. Say, well, that's, there's, there was a grandfather clause for like, there was a exactly. grandfather clause where like four contracts were either a couple of years longer or a couple of dollars more than what the, the limit was supposed to be once the new rules came in, right? I think there's only one player left on one of those old dead contracts, but no, still, you, like, you have to it, make it a screwed. Like, yeah, but, but it, it screwed to, a lot you're of teams. You have to make a provision because in baseball, yeah, like, you, have, it, you have a quite like, a few of those six, seven hundred million contracts. Yeah. With hockey. With hockey, when they put the salary cap in, like there was a lot of teams that had players locked to almost the salary cap money, and that was just their first line. So it's like, okay, what do you do to fill out the rest of your team? Like hockey was in a bit of a fucking rough shape there at the, after that lockout when they put the salary yeah. cap in, just because teams couldn't get compliant in time because it just it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Yeah, uh, but like you're gonna have like the same thing with soccer. Like each soccer is never gonna have soccer. Mm. Well, I think the other, a lot of these things, if if they ever do it, I mean, they're going to have to make exceptions for, like, you know, a contract like Shohei's. You know what I mean? They yeah, can't well, just go, like, voiding shit or whatever. And, you and know another thing, like, have, you can only you know, do it and then, like, eventually. Technically, you know, if it does happen, you can only do it probably once the CBA negotiations come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's say you, you get those where, like, every three to five years, depending on the league. So if you plan to do it, like, let's say we sign the CBA this year and our next negotiation starts in, like, four years, mm-hmm. you're already going to have an inkling, like, this is what I'm going to put in. So you're going to have four years to prepare the team. Like, hey, this is going to be an inkling four years. Well, that's and, – and that's – but, like, with hockey, when they went into that lockout that year, like, the salary cap wasn't really part of the discussion. And then it just got thrown in there. Like, the owners aren't budging on what you want unless you give them the salary cap. And then – Again, everything got fucked up for a couple of years just because nobody knew how to, oh, fuck. Like, most of the teams weren't expecting this to come down. So when it did, they were just like, oh, shit, our contracts are fucked up. Like, what are we, what are we going to do? Like, so it, it's just, an int- it's, it leads to some interesting hypotheticals by them having a guy worth that much per year and deferring most of it. Yeah, but so, the thing it, is, like, it should be interesting. Like, most of it, like, it's been, like, it's a different league with different money coming in, like, out of, you know, depending on what. Where you're playing, like you get television rights differently, like you know, big market, small market, like he pays a lot of, like you know, look at the age. Yeah. Once they go to Vegas, you never know. Like they're going to have more money and they, they, you know, 
So it's like a lot of baseball is depending on what market you're playing in. Yeah, for yeah. baseball, so there's, like, there's you're definitely gonna... the least amount of parity in the league. Yeah, but at the same time, like, actually... baseball, like the, the difference between the haves and have-nots, like I think it's the biggest it's so in huge. sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's the because, biggest. Like, you space, always know, yeah. like hey, you're gonna have like three, four, five, six teams. Doesn't really matter who can spend the money. Then you have yeah. the rest who can kind of do yeah, it, like, and then you have those who have no inkling of a shot that they're ever gonna make, but. Well, yeah, but that's that's just it. Like, with baseball having no salary cap, you've literally to you know. Yeah, but with baseball having no salary cap, you've you've literally got a team like the Dodgers who can pay one player more than the entire Marlins can pay the team. So it's like, yeah, that's thing. yeah, no, they got three guys. Like, they got three guys like that playing one billion dollars. Everybody, yeah, like that's insane. Like you, you had the whole thing, like. Back then, it was, ah, uh, we should put in a salary cap because the Yankees just, and Sox just buy everybody. <laughs> it's the case. Like, you know, so it's like in baseball, there has been conversations. Oh, you, you don't have to tell me about, I'm Canadian. I like the Blue Jays. We have to worry about those two in our division. So a salary cap would have helped us a lot of years. Oh, but yeah. Right now, you're not worrying about the Red Sox much. Right now, we got a lot. Right now, you're not worrying about the Red Sox much. No. The Blue Jays are in a weird spot right now, too. Like, they, they've got yeah, the a lot Yankees of good young pieces. Well, that's, that whole division kind of took a step back. But, like, the Jays with, like, the good young hitters that they got, and they really didn't do a fucking thing because they had no pitching, or no relief pitching, I should say. So, like, mm. yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a tough division. Like, all it takes is <laughs> one player in one position to fucking make one of the teams back to dominant, right? I mean, the I, Yanke- think, I think yeah. the Yankees are kind of fucked because they got a lot of old fucking injury-prone contracts on that team, but we've seen with the Yankees, they'll just offer a bunch of money in a trade and most teams will take it anyway, so. I think the Yankees did improve this offseason by grabbing uh, Verdugo from us, which I don't know why the Red Sox mm-hmm. did that, and then um, Soto, they rid of him obviously. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it because I mean, that's really the only like guy you had on that team because you know Justin Turner's not going to come back. You know, you just got rid of Verdugo. I mean, who else really is? I mean, you got Devers, but I've never really been a fan of Devers. I don't think he's the guy. Um, and I mean, who else do you have on there? You don't really have any pitching. Um, you don't really have any big bats. I mean, you're yeah. kind of looking at you know going back to '86 years. <laughs> Because, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you just really didn't restock on the, there. Yeah, you didn't restock the talent cupboard on the yeah. trades when you were getting rid of the old team, and that's that's part of the fun of being a fan, though, watching your team fuck up as much as it is watching them win, right? Yep. Yep. Speaking of teams fucking up, I don't know if John is actually watching this game or if he's going to watch it later, and I shouldn't Shut up. say anything. Shut up. Shut up. All right. I'm All gonna right. watch it when we're done. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Well, if he's saying speaking of teams fucking up, I'm assuming it's not going well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have it on the D- I have it on the DVR right now. All right. I know nothing. Uh, uh, so any yeah. of you see Aquaman 2 yet? I did. And I plan to go to the I liked it. Maybe tomorrow. I liked it. But um I think the problem is it was 
saddled by a couple things. It was just saddled, but it's the same argument. <laughs> Knowing it's for... the last of a dead universe yeah. and the fact that oh. just nobody gives a shit. It's like, ah, uh, it's just perfect storm of not good. I'll make the same argument I've made for all those reviews that we've done this year. The The biggest mistake they made regarding these last four movies was announcing the reboot before it even yep. came out. Because why does yep. anyone that, give a fuck? Yet? Well, that's just <laughs> it. Like, it's telling you, you don't need to care. We're, doing, we're working on something better. Just We're just got to contractually obligated yeah. to release these. So, And I actually think it's going to damage the brand more. So, like, when his... And I actually think the Warner Brothers Discovery is run by all the same reactionary idiots who overreacted to the how badly the Snyder shit did. Mm-hmm. And the second his oh. the second his Superman movie bombs, they're gonna pull the plug on all of it. James Why Gunn is, is just a figurehead in that whole situation. Like he's just a name yep. that they can hide behind. They don't yep. want him because right. he can actually make the fucking universe better. They just want him because, oh, well, he was successful in one movie for us, so we'll just put everything on his shoulders. Like, all our bad decisions are on him. Fuck him. Like, yep. Because people, like, when those last four movies came out and they all sucked or, or all didn't do well, I thought three of them were actually good. You know, but the only one I actually didn't like was Flash. Um, mm. But, you know, that was good. Gable was good as well. Yeah. And I know it's only idiots on Facebook and stuff, but like you have conversations with people, and it's like, "Oh, Gun fucked up another movie." Oh my god! And it's like he had nothing to do with this. They made this before yeah, but, he even got the job. Like, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, are like the Snyderites, though. You know what I mean? They're yeah, the and announcing that, that he was the guy and everything was going to be his universe once they get rid of this. That just that means every time he, one of these comes out, it gets put on his name when it's not deserved. And it's, I think Warner brothers really handled that whole fucking changeover pretty piss poorly. Like, especially if, uh, his Superman movie is not coming out till 25. Well, why yeah. Not like, announce it now, it, like why if not you've got, until now? If you've got out? four or five movies, like before James Gunn's universe even starts, don't announce that he's coming right away. Say that he's coming in 2025 and attach someone for interim in this small period, right? Like let or James Gunn go off and make, let, let Gunn go out and make fucking, what was it? Super two or whatever fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Let him do a side project for a year and then come in with all the DC ideas. Once it's his turn, like by Honestly, lumping, lumping the end of the dead universe onto his, the start of his term, it just, it starts him off on a bad foot. And I just, I don't understand why Warner brothers did it that way. Like the whole Henry Cavill thing, like that he's getting blamed for the whole Henry Cavill situation when really it's the higher ups that are deciding, no, we want to go with the younger one. So, and it's like, okay, so that's all on James Gunn's head. Like he lost all of the fucking, any fan like credit that he had going into things before he's even, even filmed a shot of a movie for the universe. Like, it, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like if I were DC, I would, anna- I would not have announced this last year. I would have announced it in like February coming up. After yeah, like after Oscar. flash, maybe like, well, not even that though. Wait till if, if you don't want to, if you don't want to guarantee that blue beetle and Aquaman two are going to go down the toilet. You wait until Aquaman Two is on the theater, <laughs> or in the case of Aquaman Two, since Amber Heard's in it, go in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was she was she in it? Really? Because she's in like it. She was. She, she's in it for about twenty minutes, and like every review I've watched, they say like you can tell she was supposed to have a big part in between, but they were like, nope, fuck this, get her out, and then she shows up at the end. And, like, and she's in it for about twenty that. minutes, but she only got like six lines. 
half of the 15, 20 minutes was either her just standing in scenes doing nothing or was all like CGI. You could tell they might have even just like CGI'd her into some stuff. Well, it, it seems like there was a big chunk of story that was supposed to involve her that got cut. And yeah, I don't know whether they CGI'd what was existing footage onto parts yeah. where they needed, or if they brought her in for pickups or what. But it's yeah, I don't think she's yeah. going to have a very good career for the next few years. No, definitely not. It's good with costumes, the, the end of the DCU is honestly like probably the most <laughs> pathetic end to a movie franchise I've I've ever seen. Well, yeah, instead of going. Like, if you know you're bad. going out, go out on a bang. Don't go out on this fucking sad whimper that they did. Like, well, I think one of the problems now is that there's news coming out that um, Paramount and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery are now going to apparently merge or oh God, they're going to be awful. buying well, each that, other that out. Was, that was based on the. That was based on the numbers that they were predicting with Aquaman doing what they. Mm. Thought it was good that it's bombing as bad as it is might actually kill that whole deal because the money spent, the money not coming in, like the numbers don't match up to what they were trying to sell as here's what we bring to this merger. So, like, Paramount might just go, Yeah, all right, fuck it, we'll run your movies, we'll distribute them, but we're not merging, right? Like, that's an actual real possibility because of this movie. And it's like, Holy shit, like, this industry is in a real weird flux time, isn't it? Yeah, goodbye, if that happens, holy shit, basically. Isn't it just incredible how DC literally never, this universe never got close to Marvel, like ever? <laughs> but they were chasing the tail for the entire time. Like they never thought of their own original idea. They just said, "Hey, Marvel did big with Avengers. We've got Justice League. Let's do a Marvel thing." And they never, they never put any more thought into it than let's catch Marvel instead of actually like, "Hey, let's build this right and pass Marvel." Well, they and never, they never took into consideration to actually build from foundation up. They're like, hey, split foundation through the first floor. Let's I said that right after Man of Steel. Happens. As soon as they announced right? Batman versus Superman as the second movie, I said they didn't build a foundation to build this universe on. Like none of your characters were actually set up to bring more characters in. Like and yeah. then as you kept going, Snyder never did any of that stuff, which sounds like a big problem with Rebel Moon. There's all kinds of characters. There's some neat stuff, but it sounds like, yeah, there's no actual fucking like effort put into the characters, so nobody gives a shit about any of them. And it's like, well, that's, oh, that's kind of like a Snyder thing, though. You know, well, what I it mean? is, but I mean, it doesn't really have to like... be. <laughs> here's, that's here's the thing. The thing. Like, I, still, I still want to hold off. I mean, I don't want to talk about the moon just because of John, <laughs> but I'm still yeah, holding I, off. I, I, I still, still hope the R-rated one is actually better. Yeah, but, but that's just another it's another you know, fucking studio scam. That's the same as the extended cut of Batman Superman. Like, no, oh, I'll make I, the PG version like, and then I'll make I, a page I for the real like version that. after so I, I can I I don't fi- like the fact that Rebel Moon is PG thirteen. Because as a PG thirteen, that movie makes no sense. There's obvious gaps in the story. I I'll agree to that, but at the same time it's like two hours that I still enjoyed or almost pathetic releases. I've seen a studio ever do. Netflix was like, hey, let's try to artificially recreate the Snyder Cut hype. So we're going to intentionally, for literally no reason, cut this movie down by an hour and like make it PG-13. For literally no reason other than... To, like, no, there like, is a reason. Try to create so they shit, can play, play more screens in China. I mean, Rebel Moon is like... Is it even... Is, 
isn't even like a movie. What? Wait, no, it wait. sounds like it's half of a movie, and and yes, I know it's part one, but like it here's sounds my, like they only piece. did half of the what you're supposed to do in an actual standalone yeah. movie, even if it is part of a part two. So it's like it sounds like Deathly Hollows part one, where it's like literally all of the setup, and then the next movie is going to be all of the action, and it's like, well, okay, when you watch them back to back, that makes a fine movie, but on their own, yeah, if you've got to wait two or three years in between, you, it, know, it, you it know what my you want to know it doesn't what my tell me the director. You want to know what is exactly Jupiter Ascending. So they're not one of those Basically. movies that for some reason people didn't like. But here's the thing: I'm, I'm I don't know what you want to call me, but I actually like Jupiter Ascending. That's why it was a cool I, movie. I thought there was good ideas in it, but the acting yeah, You want to know another one that for some reason sucked, but it's generally a good movie? John Carter. What? Yeah, John Carter from Mars. Yeah, I like that. I did, it, is that bomb? I, I, I love yeah, that bomb. So, bomb. That movie bombed so epically, and like the part of that is, I still have no like that movie came out in two thousand and whatever to this day, like twenty years, fifteen years later, I still have no idea why that movie bombed so badly. Like, I have it no because... idea. Didn't it come studio... out at the same time as like another like film or something? Like I think Possibly, it got but I, I think by, the like, big part of it, like from what I remember, the part of it is they actually put in a big PR budget. Like PR budget was like 150, 200 mil. Like it was well, they just like they over budgeted was... and they under marketed it to the audience that would have went to it. Like they were trying to get the general audiences on on like Survivor fucking commercials when really like. Aim for the yeah, sci-fi and, crowd. You know, like, oh, like, oh, 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 when people when people complained about the movie, they were like, "What is it? Just so hard, man!" Like, I don't know why. I'm so hard. Like, hey, that's your graphic in the movie. Is that a guy from Virginia goes to Mars and he jumps high? Like, the crowd is bunch of complaints in the movie. He jumps high. Like, that's the well, that's just yeah. Like, that's complaining on. about fucking. The most pedantic shit you can find, yeah. But like, yeah, exactly, like it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. It's like, no, like, give me a solid. Watch the movie and give me a solid explanation. Really like, the movie that, that doesn't involve the jumps hard. But like, with a comic book or like superhero-y sci-fi kind of fucking movie, like you have to have some suspension of disbelief. Like, yes, I will. I will suspend my like knowledge of like real world physics and rules as long as you are playing by the rules in the universe that you set up. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. so like if okay, you can jump on Mars, sure. But if somebody else shows up on Mars and can't jump, then you complain. It's like, oh, well, why can he? But when nobody, but like if everyone can do it, then okay, it's just the rule of the universe. You like, never got that far because then we bombed so <laughs> fair. It never got, got to the never next part. So, yeah, I never got to the part where somebody else better. So do well, we think what, the new Percy oh, Jackson series? That's why it came out in March. That's why. That's why I, it bombed. I haven't actually started it yet. I I haven't seen the new Percy Jackson, but like, do you think they're actually going to get more than two movies in with this one, or do you think they're just well, going to do what the last one did? It's a series, yeah. And and what, I, what I'm hoping is we get one series per book. Yeah, per well, book. that that would make the most sense, right? Like, but like, I'm just worried, is, like. Because I, I, I like can't, uh, no, uh, I read the first three. I think. It seems the thing. Like at this point, Percy Jackson has like 
first five books and then the second five books then there's a three book mm-hmm. series and then there's like it's a lot of books yeah so, so like, if thing, you can, I mean, have, you, you can hit the formula of, yeah you have you have a lot of material in there well that's just it if and you can honestly, get the formula right and get people in on those first couple like projects the first seasons or whatever right then you've yeah. got literally a 20-year show if you're not an idiot <laughs> right to play it right but like, your, your biggest problem is going to be the fact that you're your main protagonist doesn't really age. And yeah, and that's the, guy, the kid. The kid you cast, everybody you cast, is gonna age. So, like at some well, point, you're gonna have to do a true and just change yeah. up. Yeah, but it's like doesn't happen to like book, like fourth series. The next series. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't see but, how they possibly. Yeah, but the next series, like books. he doesn't age. Yeah. I just. I will, I will say I this. Don't see I will it. say this. The kid. The kid that they picked the play. Like Percy Jackson is the young uh, Ryan Reynolds from Adam Project, and like he was great okay. in that one. Yeah, so like, he's, I, like, I, like, like the, I did the previews the it, like <coughs> the previews for it so far. It doesn't doesn't look like there's any like overly bad acting or any like super <laughs> terrible lines or anything. Like I enjoyed the first two movies they did. It's just all it took was one fucking studio delay to make the actors age out of that series. Like. And then yeah. they couldn't go back to it. It's like, okay, I hope that doesn't happen with this, especially if we end up with another fucking film yeah. actors guild striking fucking next September too, like they're talking about. Well, there's there's one guy that's in the Percy Jackson series, and he's the rated R superstar. Is Edge in that? He is. Yes. He is. Okay. I saw him in the trailer. I was like, I saw the, the face, is, and I was like, I think what that the might fuck have been is Adam Edge, Copeland sure. doing in this fucking movie or TV show? <laughs> But yeah, like, again, Beth Phoenix and, uh, and Edge, they've been putting it all over their social media about him. Well, being I mean, if you're thing. if you need people that look like Greek gods, professional wrestlers probably aren't the worst choice. Especially like because Edge right now looks like he could be like Thor or some shit with his beard right, yeah. and, the, and the salt and pepper everywhere. Yeah, Hephaestus. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, Percy Jackson. I'm I'm hoping that actually goes somewhere because I'd like to see more of that story unfold. Like, it has potential, and like like Boris said, that could go for 20 years if they crack the formula in the first seasons. So, yeah, just hoping I'm they good. actually do. Right? Like, it's a Disney thing. Do you trust them that much? I is don't. it Disney or is it Amazon? Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Okay. Okay. I thought it was Amazon. See, I thought it was Amazon. I was thinking, okay, if, if they spend Amazon? another two billion, if it's Amazon and they spend Amazon another two billion on fucking Rings of the Power season two, and that flops the way the first one did, then Percy Jackson's fucked, and it's not even going to be its own fault. Oh, and what if it's on Disney Plus? Don't even get me started on the real time. You know where they're gonna make all their money back though on Amazon is when they charge everybody the extra two bucks a month for no ads because guess what? Amazon Prime is getting <laughs> fucking ads starting in January. Oh yes. Oh third get ready because it's it's not just gonna be one ad and then skip. It's gonna it sounds like it's gonna be two and three at a time and they're all gonna be like thirty second ads. Like it's not yep. gonna be you're just gonna be, five second YouTubers. It's gonna be just like fucking Thursday night football. Basically, yes. Yeah. And it's like, well, that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Well, the so we're going right back to cable. cable. That's what we're well, doing. We're going right back to cable. Right, but the reason they do yeah. that on Thursday Night Football is because in the in the home markets that those games are played in, they show them on TV. Yeah, oh, you get the delays in the game like, for a commercial That's going to be like anyway. right now on like the boys and movies yeah. they show. It's like, going to be all the original like. series and stuff, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to be just random. It's just like YouTube. Like if you're watching a lot, like a more than an eight minute video, you're going to get that ad break in between. And instead of just being a 10 or 15 second ad, you're going to get two 15s or two thirties back to back and you're not able to skip them. And it's, no, it's no really skipping a after four dip. seconds. Yeah, I'm going no, like you to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm just imagining? imagining you're watching like a serious movie, like you know, some like heartbreaking movie, like I don't know, oh, oh, oh yeah, like like Passion of the Christ, Schindler's List, or something, and then a fucking like crypto ad pops up in the middle of a, a big. Scene. Oh, even better, they just oh, just oh, think yeah. even better. They nail Kevin, Jesus to the Kevin cross. Heart and then... comes up about <laughs> betting on sports. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they nail Jesus oh. to the cross, and then you get a manscaped oh, dad about shaving your balls. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to smell like Sasquatch? Yeah. Get this soap. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> smell like a man. You smell like a forest. It'd be smart if they actually like worked the AI to like predictively like okay this product would be good I in really, this movie and then you go and watch Harry and the Hand then Sasquatch soap pops up you're like okay I get it but like I really hope there's gonna be like... some bad timed fucking commercials that pop in like Brendan's oh, in yeah. the middle of like a really emotional moment in a serious movie that's gonna be like what <laughs> I really hope they have a guy that just comes on like fucking Ben Shapiro videos where it's like weird ass like segues it's like well if you thought that the uh, the war in Ukraine was bad so is not having your shows when you're over in Europe get this VPN by blah 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 yeah, yeah Nord VPN <laughs> You know what really bugs but, me? But they, so when, so when, so when you're on at my house and I can't watch my internet, like fuck off, Ben, <laughs> go away. <laughs> oh man, oh, so much potential boy. there. <laughs> yeah, so that starts in January, right? The Which thing. One? Oh yeah, the, it's, it's the supposed to be in the new year. You know, know January, go, February. It sounds like all the you can also go. Colorado not having an Amazon. I hope they like that's really powdery. <laughs> well, if they keep flopping baby. rings of power level fucking turds, they're yeah. They're yeah, nobody's gonna have Amazon anytime soon. Well that's just it. Like if they, they lose that much money on two or three shows, it's they're it's gonna it'll be a site where you just aggregate other companies fucking shit and you don't make your own originals, right? Yeah. But they also make they also have to make some degree of side money from like I go and oh, buy. Well, Amazon. Amazon's got the most chances of staying alive, just because I they've go got buy a lot of copies of all my movies through them, whether they made it or not. So, like, well, that's just it. Like that, and and, and, and no matter how much, no matter how much the original stuff fails, has most most of the side stuff, basically. Yeah, but like yeah. even even if a lot of their original programming does fail, like they're still in a financially stable area just because most of their money comes from the actual Amazon shipping and stuff, right? Like, it's not... They're not reliant on the stream site, but, like, you think of, like, a Paramount Plus where, like, other than, like, the two or three movies a year they put into theaters, like, what do they got that's their own other than Paramount Plus, right? Top Gun Maverick yeah. 3, baby. Like, Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. Why I can't wait till the third one, Top Gun Goose. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of the Miles Miles Teller. Oh God! Please no. <laughs> hey, hey, we we gonna we gonna get out our three. That's all that matters, man. The good stuff from douchebag Reed wish, Richards to the son of. I Anthony wish I had Edwards. my. Uh, I wish I had my uh, talk to me Rudolph 
sweater on. <laughs> oh, could be like that. That'll be the next Top Gun three. Tom Cruise, <laughs> Maverick needs to save Christmas. It's just him and Santa sleigh fucking doing the fighter pilot scenes. <laughs> Miles Teller is in, in in the goose seat, just throwing fucking presents out the back. <laughs> Are they CGI to be an elf? No. No, it's an American movie. He wouldn't be throwing them out. They'd be strapped to the fucking missiles. <laughs> Box one, literally. <laughs> Santa was taken yeah, down by Al Qaeda. Get get Kevin Hart to be CGI'd as an elf. You can be my w- wingman any day. You're gonna need to CGI. He already is. Oh my elf. god! Can I can I tell you that? I won't. I won't spoil anything because I don't think some of you have seen Wonka yet. But Hugh Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa was awful. That he, makes he just no sense. he he just took me like. I mean me the movie. Far. The movie is not realistic at good. all, and the movie is. You know who okay, so here's the thing. Like, you didn't, you didn't really need the Oompa Loompa. As far as what well, he know, does in the movie, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know who'd make a good Oompa Loompa? Hornswoggle. <laughs> that poor little fucker's not allowed to work now because they're like, oh, you can't cast little people. That's racist. And it's like, well, I, know. I think he, he would like it if he could get cast. He was arguing like, with the guy on Piers Morgan's show. Which I saw that. That was Morgan hilarious. He's arguing with the guy. The guy's like, oh, it's not nice to call you a midget. And he's like, I like he's to like, be called a midget. Am. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dwarf. I'm a midget. Like, what What? What? What can he's I call like, myself that like, won't offend it, you? Yeah. No way in the seven uh, small people or something. And he's Magical like, creatures. I'm a fucking... I'm a fucking dwarf. I was like, oh my God. And yeah, he was like, and then Buddy was like, well, that's offensive. And like, you're allowed to say it, but Pierce, don't you dare utter those words because you're like, where he's small, he's allowed. And it's like, dude, like, are you listening to the fucking shit you're saying? <laughs> and then and then Hornswoggle literally asked him like, okay, what name can I call myself that you won't be offended by? And it was like, oh, he just fucking nailed him to the wall there. That was the fucking, there's the tap out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when you look at a lot of guys, people being Offended by other, it's like you know when you look at a lot of the woke stuff, like it's just white people complaining. About it. There was a video. There was a video going around a couple of years ago, last year, two years ago. I don't even know, but it was a white dude dressed as a Mexican, like in a poncho and with a <clears throat> sombrero and those shaky things. And he went to the Mexican communities and he's like, "Hey, do you find this offensive?" He's like, "No, that's funny." And then he goes to like Berkeley or Cal or one of those like California white colleges. Like, you find this offensive? Yeah. Like, no. It's cultural appropriation. White middle class fucking women. Yeah. It's the white middle class women that always have the complaints. And Peter Dinklage was the guy. That's why they're called Karen's. He was Peter Dinklage who was like, and you know, she's still making small light in the drawers. And it's like, you know, imagine, like, outside of you, there's actually very little people who actually could benefit. From having a career in Hollywood just because you're a terrific actor, which he is, he can actually get work easier than I guess they're smaller people. It's like, yeah, but like his you know, whole like, thing is well, like, do you want, well, do you want like big people and just CGI everybody down to the small size? Peter Dinklage's whole thing like, is he doesn't like, want to be cast as the dwarf character, but it doesn't mean there's not dwarfs out there that wouldn't love to get that work. Like, just because he feels it's, under, it's beneath him doesn't mean that someone else won't be like, fuck yeah, that could be my big break, right? Like, do you yeah. think Warwick Davis was like, oh, no, 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 no little people should play Ewoks because, you know, like, no, he was like, okay, I'll wear the fucking bear suit as long as you put me in a movie later. Like, yeah. Anyway, I'll be right back. I'm just going to hop in for. 
All right. On cookie. <laughs> I think we all know, though, Justin, when Top Gun 3 comes out, once again, in your hubris, we'll assume it's the top box office hit of the year, and then that, the one man we don't bet against will come and take it from you again. <laughs> oh, fuck this. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I rewatched it the other day and it's like, it's, it's still bad. Like, I, yeah, I, I was about to go on how, like, I, I was about to ask, hey, what do you guys think the uh, highest grossing movie of next year will be? I was going to let everyone answer and then go, come on, guys. We all know it's going to be Avatar 3, but then I realized it, it comes out in 2025. Highest grossing movie of next year? Demons Fight. Shadow Boxers 18 when it that comes out from like fucking Korea or something because there's not going to be any movies for like the first like six seven months of the year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, think. Gonna... Thing... I don't know I what. Don't know the, what the, I actually don't know what the 2024. <laughs> I had read stuff that said that strike would have to go on for at least a year to affect production that much. I don't know that it's going to do that. Well, I mean, um, they've already pushed back like everything, like any of yeah. the major movies, like Deadpool, uh, Mission Impossible Thirty Two. Um, they're they're all being pushed back to like after June or July. So it's like yeah. uh, June, you know, June, June. like they're still filming. You know, March. And, I'm just looking at all these movies and even right even, now, even going only... even going into the TV shows like a lot of TV shows at first as well like usually yeah. when you go back like September October is when most of the TV shows start airing on cable news television all of that stuff that went back to like February at least yeah I think everybody is aiming for February after the Super Bowl well, no, no. the only one I think that right now is give us coming a couple out. Of months to actually shoot a couple of episodes of everything, plus usually or whatever. But yeah. you know, it's like, you're looking at a gap. Like if they didn't solve, the, if they didn't deal with the strike, like that gap and, like, would probably go. I don't know what correlation is, but I'm guessing for like every day they were on strike, stuff gets pushed back for like a week at least. What were you so I'm just looking at I'm just looking at IMDB and like most of these sound like they're either still filming or in post production. The only one that I know has an actual date is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, and that's Memorial Day. So I don't <laughs> think we're getting any of these movies until at least Memorial Day. So you June got two what, like, be, June two like, would be the only one because that's March, and that was already done. They were going to release that in yeah, November. Right. Yeah, it's yes, gonna be well, it's, I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what the schedule ends up being now that they're back on like back to filming, but nothing is anywhere close to on track. Look, Hollywood's falling apart, but the Ray movie <laughs> will save it. Okay. <sighs> Holy shit, that movie is three hours and fifteen minutes long. One movie. It is Dune Two. Oh yeah, you knew that was gonna be long. I heard 245. It won't be that long. That's a fucking DVD release if I ever seen one. Uh oh. Five out of seven. Yeah. 
the, the so movies that really made it to you, like, the twisting stuff is actually that. You know, like, go back to, I know John was the maestro, I don't know who was the maestro. Like, even though I don't really particularly like that movie, like, I think that movie is essentially not awesome. And, and yeah. uh, both uh, Hooper and what's her name? I figured I'd pick her up so she doesn't shit on the floor Mulligan. while you're getting ready. Oh, puppy. Yeah, Terry Mulligan. Like, they were both terrific in it, like, just for the acting aspect of it. Like, I, it, it, I, I enjoyed it. Like, at, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, like, that movie was boring as shit. But, yeah. like, was it a well done movie? Yeah, it was. Was the acting great? Yes, it was. Like, it was a really good movie. And that's what I think my problem bad. was probably Bradley Cooper mumbled a third of his dialogue, and I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> I saw someone online say, No, that, that was like, so hard. as far as in character, like, he really went into the character, so, which I'm okay yeah. with. Like, the acting in it was great, but like, all possible, the whole topic of the movie is something that I had no interest in whatsoever. I like, yeah. I like the boring stuff. Like big butts again, not lie. Some explosions and there's a decently good looking chicken. Like, is he muted? Yep. I can see the green on when he talks, but he's not coming through. Oh, I I think I think he said he's coming. Uh, I was just going to say, I feel like I've never seen anyone that so obviously wants an Oscar more than uh, Bradley Cooper. And it's kind of like, pathetic, uh, in my opinion. Did you, did you, Leonardo DiCaprio, you? pre-Revenant. No, 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 no. Isn't fucking Will Smith the king of that shit? Like, well, he's won a couple, so. He has won. I mean, from that. He won, he, won, he, won, he won the year he got himself kicked out for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the W that matters, man. It's the W that matters. Dude, I, oh my god. I, I still think the funniest reaction was, oh fuck, what's his name? Um, but when I like the uh, I'm blanking who it was, was like, oh my god, he could have killed him. <laughs> and he was like dead serious when he said it. <laughs> Oh, fuck, who was there's, that? Yeah. Uh, to this day, and, and probably until the end of my days, I'm going to say that whole thing was stripped. It seems pretty. I did. He knew it was coming. Everybody, like, he told them knew it was coming. He was prepared for the slap. He knew it was going to happen. The whole I don't know. I, th- I think it was a great commercial for alopecia and Pfizer's new alopecia. <laughs> the, the, the amount of. The amount of so I give is less than zero. And she's like, we're not even married. <laughs> she's like, I'm in love with Tupac, and I'm throwing Tupac jokes now. I'm banging my fucking <laughs> son's best friend. Yeah, surprise, I'll tell you on a podcast in front of fucking millions of people. Like, yeah, girl, she's I'm like, not a fan of her. Girl. She's like, what? Tupac, Tupac would have shot him, Will. Step up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And then he would have wrote a killer rap about it and fucking sold a billion albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Get jiggy with it? Show us that big Willie style. Yeah. What if we find out that the whole thing was a, that whole thing was a setup to promote her book? It wouldn't surprise me. 
Well, yeah. I still wouldn't care. I still wouldn't surprise care. me. He's got to be tired really, of bringing in all really the money. Really here, like in the world of Michael, the line at any point. What happened there? Like I just really, just don't care about. It. Doesn't impact my life one bit. I got a laugh out of it. Just did. I looked at it again. I was like, "Oh, that's scripted." Scares. Yeah, that it seemed pretty fucking phony to me. And I mean, it did exactly what they wanted. It got everybody looking at the Oscars for five nobody, minutes. Nobody watches the Oscars anymore. Well, that's just it. And as soon as everyone started seeing that online, they clicked over and it got the best views that it's got in the last seven years. So it's like, well, you know, it was, even if it wasn't completely scripted, it was definitely milked for fucking their advantage. And yeah, it just, it came across as pretty hey, hollow only, to me. Yeah. Only thing you have to do is look at the viewership and figure out people wanting people to actually watch this. So if they put on the Oscars, slapping each other around, people will watch. <laughs> I know what'll get our ratings up. Let's watch rich people slap the shit out of the rich people. I watch that. I bet I would watch. Want to well, meet the cele- celebrity boxing? Yeah, yeah, I do it. <laughs> that should funny. be the main I event of the next celebrity boxing match: Will Smith versus. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Um, so let's. Uh, are there any? Uh, movies, TV shows, anything, and barring Justin's point about we might not see anything for a while, um, are there is there anything we're particularly looking forward to next year? Um, yes, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> like there, there's things like Rings of, right, I don't think I'm Rings of Power until twenty five. I don't even know what's coming out next year. So yeah, but like there, there's Rebel Moon, the, the Kang Dynasty and, that's now not. The Kang Dynasty that might just be a recast Kang Dynasty, but could also be the Doom Dynasty because Doom was our plan the whole time. Like shit, like that is going to be fun to watch, but like again, not because it's going to be good, just because it's going to be a shit show. Like you know, you're watching the train once, go off the rails in so many studios want, right now. Want, that I want whoever is in charge of Disney at this point to come out and be like, you know what, that everybody knows it. You're you're, you're saying Bob Iger's never going to do it. Doors. Kathleen Kennedy's never going to do it, and Bob Iger's never. Gonna so. You know what? We messed up, and he—that was the wrong choice. Yes, but the three people that you know need what? to come out and don't actually even, say that don't even say, don't even say you're sorry. Just come on and say, you know what? We're still, we're just easily be fucked up. But, we're going to do it. This is but how again, we're going to do it. You're, you're, you're still going to have your can. You just buy another guy. But like people the three, gonna... if not four most important people at Disney to have actually come out and say, yeah, we fucked up, we'll never do it. Because then, oh, well, my legacy will be tarnished. And that's all they're caring about is like their legacy as a fucking producer or a studio yeah, runner. They're not caring about the products they're making out. And Your legacy your legacy is already tarnished. Yes, but they don't, they don't seem to see that. They, they don't seem to see that. And they won't just come out and be like, we fucked up. I know. Right? If they did come they, out and say we fucked up, that'd actually save their legacy. Exactly. What'd you say, Brandon? I don't think they care about their legacy personally. Like uh, they just care Kathleen about Kennedy is all about her legacy, and she doesn't even realize how much she's tainted it since she's fucking took over as Lucasfilm runner. It's so pretty. Awesome. The rest of us, we know how much it did. That's well, I think you're working is. with people who have like. 
complete and total narcissism problems and like way overinflated senses of ego. Like literally in Kathleen Kennedy's head, she's just as important as Steven Spielberg to Indiana Jones. And it's like, how the fuck could you ever possibly think that? Like you're not even yeah. the fucking fourth most important part of the creative team on that fucking thing. And like, and she's running, Oh, that's my legacy. That's why I got Lucasfilm and I'm so good. I did. I've done great things with Lucasfilm. And it's like, dude, no, you haven't. Like you can't even pretend that to yourself. Can you? But apparently like, they're, they're just in their own fucking bubble where everything I do is perfect. And no matter what anybody that complains yeah. about it must just be a racist. You know what well, I mean? Like un- it's, yeah. so that's, that's what they've invented to be there out on any criticism. Like, Oh, I can't possibly, if it's, it's the Simpsons meme. Hmm. Those kids said I'm lame, but can't be me. It must be the children. Right. Like that's their attitude. They're principal Skinner and they're never going to change their fucking. No, I'm perfect. It's everybody else. that must be wrong. You're a hundred percent right. I just uh, I love how this was Disney's hundredth anniversary, and they wanted oh. to like premiere, and it was like just colossal bomb after colossal bomb. <laughs> and <laughs> if you listen to like some of the like behind the scenes things about like how Wish got changed from like a celebration of when you wish upon a star of the song to this fucking hyper woke activist fucking pushed fucking garbage, it's like, man, how are you? How is anybody even okaying this shit at Disney? Let alone expecting it to make money. Like, don't they have, well, like, so literal, but don't they have responsibilities to their shareholders to make money? Like, you know, when you change something that easy to do as a kid's movie to just another fucking woke girl, like, it's not going to make anything, especially in today's market. Like, stop letting your activists just hijack your fucking studios. Well, I think by the time they realized that that shit wasn't going to make money, it, like stuff wasn't making money and it was already made. So at this point. They're just kind of doing gam- damage control and they're just putting out a bunch of shit. And so now what they're going to do is they're just going to make like bottles of water at Disney World, 20 bucks a pop. But and in the 100 year back. celebration of Disney, should you really make a movie where your main villain is the king, who is a very fucking fitting allegory for Walt Disney himself, being a stingy bastard who won't let anybody else have their wish? So they need like the the people of color and the minorities to come in and like smack down the old, like it's like, dude, like if that, I don't know. It seems like that's an allegory for like Walt Disney being a prick. And it's like, is that really the best thing to do in the hundredth anniversary of the company that he made that you guys all got rich off of? Like, I don't know. It, it shit doesn't in, make sense to me. In like, their eyes, well, because Brent, in their their eyes, they're, it is. They're, you know, tearing down the patriarchy. Okay. Brent and Disney is now more than just a person. Disney is an ideal. Disney mm. is something that you're going to strive for. It's what the little kid wants on the street corner in Harlem. It's what the it's what the little girl wants in the in the streets of Sri Lanka. It's it's not what Walt Disney had decided. We're trying to get away from Walt Disney at the Walt Disney Company. Now, if you didn't Did look so much really like your father, <laughs> I'd ask you if your last name was really Iger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Did Christ, are you rela- are you related to Lisio? <laughs> I was gonna say we should clip that we should clip this part out and send it to him. <laughs> He'd be like best God podcast on the internet. These motherfuckers are dropping truth bombs. I'd be like, I, I take back yeah. everything I said about him in the fucking group. <laughs> yeah. Then probably listen to another episode and be like, Larry Drax, I'm doing this so crazy. Oh yeah, he'd think we like Marvel. <laughs> I can go on to one of like fucking one of the Star Wars reviews and just be like, "Oh, my. <laughs> I do like Marvel. They've just been crap in the bed lately." Well, 
Unless they fix uh, things hey, in a real hurry, that cinematic hey, universe is in trouble. <laughs> They're going to be crowded some more, more than Amber Heard. <laughs> but, like, Disney and, like, any aspect of Disney, you got the Lucasfilm, you got Star Wars, and you've got Marvel. They're all very up in the air. You've got fucking, like, Warner Brother, who, like, if that merger doesn't go through, they could be fucked as a studio. Like, it's going to be a really interesting year just to see, like, who makes it through. Because, like, there's a lot of big-name studios that are really, like, on the verge of falling the fuck apart, and it's all just because the people they put in charge make terrible decisions. You know, it's a fun fact. Yeah. I was looking up the stuff about the marketing and everything for John Carter mm-hmm. when um, when we were all talking about it. And one of the reasons why I guess they didn't really push it as much is because Iger was in talks at the time with George Lucas about buying Mm -hmm. Star Wars. And he didn't want to make a competing, like, product with Star Wars. Wars. So you spent $4 billion on a franchise that you pissed against the wall, and you cut off the legs of another franchise that may have actually made you money if you put anything into it. Like, again, and everyone goes, oh, Bob Iger's a genius. Like, uh, no, he knows how to spend money, but it's the last five or so years. I don't think he's proven the last five years that he's been in charge. I don't think he's actually proven to be that good at making money anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can give is that, right. I mean, to be fair, the previous guy, what was his name? JPEG did fuck things up pretty badly from what it seems like. Yeah, but when you really look at it, I don't know that as much of what Chapek fucked up was actually Chapek's doing so much as him just trying to navigate the shit balls that fucking Iger left on the floor on his way out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, like through COVID, like, like, like there was still such a backlog of like film product, like the, the, what they had in their slate that was all Bob Iger's. None of it was really Bob Chapek's. And by the time I think the only thing that's still in the pipe that he greenlit is Deadpool 3, and that sounds like it's going to be so changed that it's not even going to be what he greenlit. So it's like, can you really blame it on him if it's still, if the problems were on the stuff that Iger greenlit before he walked out the door because he knew Corona was coming and he just didn't want to take the hit himself? Again, Narcissist with Fragile Ego. Honestly, the, aren't gonna make money. the movies it aren't going to make like money. He's... Hey, I'm out. Yeah, it sounds like... I blame it, I blame it, it on Iger, and like... the matter of fact is, if you look at everything, like the things in between Iger's, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like but the second coming of Iger didn't fix anything. No, and it, it doubled down on a lot of the it things immersed. that JPEX was trying to get her away from. So it's like, is it really JPEX problem that like the stuff that Iger greenlit before that Iger greenlit anyways? No, well, that's the thing. Like and they, like, like they never got Iger saddled JPEX with everything well, bad. And, and JPEG never and got back and, and JPEG didn't and last long enough to get through Iger's log. But like JPEG yeah. didn't get didn't get last long enough to get through any of Iger's backlog to do any of his own products that so we like what we've seen from him were like basically the Joss Whedon fucking cut of Justice League. Like he went in and tried to make it a little more colorful here and there, but he was basically working on the template that was already made by the last guy. Yeah, because he wasn't in that job for very long anyway, right? No, he was not even a year, oh. I don't think. But, like, Iger, Iger heard from one of his po- political buddies that Corona was coming. He knew the parks were going to be shut down and not make money. He knew the theaters weren't going to make money. So he said, I'm taking the loss on my and he fucking, all right, JPEG, it's your turn. And then as soon as the parks started to open up and the theaters started to open up, they found a reason to get rid of JPEG, and Iger was back in. And it's like, well, you can't 
say you did it for a touristic reason or that you wanted to retire. You just didn't want to take the hit. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd never come back. Yeah. Like, if you really wanted to retire, you would have left Chapek do his own thing and say, I don't give a fuck if they fail. It's not my business. Right? But he didn't. He he just didn't want to take the reputation hit because the Disney was losing money through the COVID years because nothing was allowed to be open. Yeah. Also, right? and like, from I don't my know, understanding, it, it didn't, wasn't really like what got Chapek fired was that uh, like the uh, board, whatever, was pissed that he went all in on Disney Plus and it just wasn't making as much money as they thought it would. That was part of their excuse. But again, the Disney Plus was launched that, through Iger. That and the, I think it was more of the pushback on DeSantis, which pretty much fucked them over. Well, that was a part of it, but yeah. And the FTX falling apart and finding out that Disney was fucking laundering money through that, just like everybody else, that didn't help them because they all of a sudden were out a mysterious $10 billion that just wasn't accounted for anywhere on their books. <laughs> like, and now you got the whole Reedy Walker. Creek thing where it showed where they've been bribing city officials and fucking shit for years. And it's like, yeah, no, you, you guys are really on the bubble of fucking bursting as a fucking major company right now. Yeah. That... Oh, Brendan was starting to say something cut out. Oh, no, I was just saying, I mean, yeah, I mean, I live, I live close to, you know, Disney in California. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just an open secret that they like basically bribe keep Anaheim where Disney's located to like, you know, have their way. (laughs) Yep. They basically have, they are the government in that city. And it's like, well, that's special treatment. Like they're even getting like in Florida, which the Reedy Creek area, there was a public garage built that only Disney is allowed to use off of taxpayer money. And it's like, well, no, if it's built on taxpayer money, it should be there for everybody, not just Disney. That's, that is a benefit, if not claiming as a benefit, like, they they pay so many city officials and fucking police and fire departments to get there first. Like so, if there's like a shootout and a fire at Disney, they're all going to Disney instead of the shootout. And it's like, well, that what's the point? The taxpayers paying their salary if Disney owns them, right? That's super illegal. Like on several levels, from Disney and from the fucking the municipal officials, right? So it's like this this is going to cause a lot of fucking shit. Like Disney is basically doesn't matter how illegal it is. going to bribe the officials to make it go away. Wow. A lot until until like, you decide to piss off the government. Yeah, but the problem you know? is then you decide to start a fucking pissing mask with the governor of the state that you're ripping off? Like, who who thought that was a good idea? Okay, and what happens next election? Disney's going to throw wow. money at you. You know, whoever's running the yeah, well, Disney is going to dump so much into the Democrat fucking party in Florida, but they're not going to get in. It's going to, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't think enough of Florida likes the Democrats. And if Disney's throwing the money in after ripping off the Florida people for the last two decades or more, they're not going to be like, yeah, let's go where Disney's putting their money. Right? Well, like, sure they won't. But they don't think, I, like, that's not how they that's, bring these wires. They think that like, if they throw money away into the problem, the problem goes away. But like the thing is, we always on our podcast end up talking into a problem, anyways. Like to begin with, it's like hmm. not into a problem. It's throwing money at stuff. So it's like yeah. it's a yeah. never-ending like, cycle of like you know wrong decisions. But like oh God, on this I podcast, we're like holy shit. In this podcast, like we've been doing <laughs> this for what three years, four years now. Yeah. So, like, we're always talking about, like, different aspects of, like, how the culture war is swinging this way or that way. Like, where we're at right now, 2024 really does seem like it could be a tipping point in this whole culture war. Because, like, 
a lot of the message is failing. People are just sick and tired of it. Like we're all fucking poor. We're all struggling. And like, you're telling us we need to give more of our money while you're making $30 million for making a fucking, for going and playing make pretend. And then you're going to have a strike because you think you deserve more of it. Like people are just sick of elite bullshit. And it's, I think 2024 could be a really fucking interesting year for some of that stuff. As long as they control like California and Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and got a lot of swing states, like as long, you know, you can always get Republican. I don't know. If you, if you look at a lot of the swing states, like, if you look at a lot of the swing states, like most of them are either leaning like Republican or fucking independent now. Like a lot of people are fucking disenfranchised with what the Democrats have done in the last four years. So, yeah, and then somehow right. Biden is still going to run like, and get eighty million votes more. But again, like you look at the it's culture like, you know, look, war look at, aspect look at of the... it. <laughs> but like, look at the culture war like, aspect of even, like Republicans are going to go and win that one by a landslide, and still somehow. It never happened. It's yeah, like, well, that was all Rhonda McDaniel and the fucking purse pullers, but <laughs> it all depends on like know? who they decide they want to back for any election in an area. And like, there was a few of those. Even Brendan, me, Brendan, and Josh were talking about it on that <laughs> election pod we did, That's and we were saying like, <laughs> oh yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, but I mean, we were even saying That's then that totally. like. It all depends on which one they decide to put the money behind. Like there was three or four of those races that the Democrat or the Republicans could have crushed if they would have actually backed their candidate, right? No, and they just let yeah. Nah, but like there's which goes to show you, like you can never, you know, you can yeah. Democrats seem to be going downhill, but you can never really count out the stupidity of the Republicans to actually mess up. Well, well, that's fair, but like the one thing that I think is going to be to a point where they're going to actually take advantage of it. What I think is going to be a big, big point this year. What I think is like a big point of 2023 with like the whole Israel-Palestine thing. Seeing the leftists, like the crazy leftists, support Hamas, and seeing like actual like left-leaning jews saying like i think i might vote for vivek ramaswamy it's like wow man that's a weird point in our culture when like you've literally got like jewish people who are like terrified right now of muslims saying like hey that muslim guy he's actually the one that's talking the most sense vote for him vote for him if you could say his name five times fast vivek ramaswamy He's hey, not Justin, perfect by any means. No politicians. I just you can say he's not understood. Hmm? You know how you know. Justin, you go what? ahead and say his name. We know you're oh, great. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Vic Ramaswamy. You got a half right. <laughs> All right. Victor Raman Shwarma. Oh, yeah. Close enough. Shwarma. Well, I heard he's Shwarma, man. He's head oh, of the Takalakians. He's the Takalakian <laughs> leader. <laughs> I'd be curious to hear what you guys think of this, kind of going off what Brent said. I had talked to Josh about this in, what was it, our Godzilla Minus One podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think this started like midway through last year. And as I believe personally, has like really been shown this year. Again, we're starting from a very low place. So, you know. Things are still bad in some aspects, but getting better. But I think since the middle of last year, audience 
tastes in movies and like TV shows and whatnot have generally been getting quite better. Because, I mean, over the last year and a half, how many terrible blockbusters that, say, in 2016, 2017, would have probably made a billion dollars have not just, like, bombed, but been, like, colossal bombs. And then you've got stuff like, you know, uh, you know, I, I, for me, movies, I believe, you know, what do I want most out of movies is, like, good filmmaking, that, <clears throat> at least for me personally. And I feel like over the last year and a half, with some exceptions, you know, of stuff not doing well, but we've seen good filmmaking, like, really rewarded. Like, like yes. I mean, who would have thought Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer, a three-hour historical drama of basically people talking, with, mm-hmm. it makes just under a billion. Yeah, um, but about 500 again, million you know, of that is on Margot Robbie's tits. <laughs> true. I mean, like, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> again, if people hate them or love them, you know, I feel like that's almost irrelevant. You know, talk oh, no, from what I've heard, people very much love too. her tits. Well, no, I'm talking about like, <laughs> and then from last year, yo, Maverick Avatar 2. Again, if someone hates or loves them, who cares? But, like, I don't see how anyone can deny those have, like, pretty, like, well, you know, James Cameron's a very unique I, I like to, I yes. like to think, yeah. I, I like to think that common sense, and I'm, you know, knock on wood, people actually still have common sense. But the thing is, you like, know if, what, you make, think... if you make enough, if you make enough bad movies, at some point people are going to stop and be like, really? Like, I, I think, uh, can you make anything good? Is there anything coming out? It's like, and, at some point, like, part... you really have to lower your standards so low to where you're going to enjoy that stuff. Or you're gonna be like, like, you know, there's gotta be a better movie, and like you have enough, still have enough good filmmakers in Hollywood that can make actually good movies. And people are, if you make a good movie, like, you know, people are gonna go see them. There's just, you know, and like, I no think, way around that. Like as Brandon said, like at some point, like audiences just go, like you know what, like this is a good movie. I won't watch good movies now. Well, like Brandon said, to, like it. Every- Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, except if you do like an awesome marketing campaign like Barbenheimer, then you get mm. people to go watch awful movies like Barbie. But that wasn't even really yeah, a marketing no. campaign. That was literally a grassroots thing that started on the internet. Like, hey, let's watch this thing about the atomic bomb and a plastic fucking pinball. Like, yeah, right? Like, it was just a it was just a weird yeah. perfect storm yeah. of things that weren't mixed together. Like, but to Brandon's hey, I point, like, I wasn't I wasn't really checking out Fox Up and Mojo and Time recently, uh, Barbie, the best grossing of the year. But like, to Brendan's point there, though, like quality mm. is being rewarded and it's because people are like, okay, this fucking like the message that everyone's trying to push is boring, it's old and it's tired. Like, let's gravitate and actually pay attention to the things that are like trying to give a fair interpretation of a situation or like an honest attempt at fucking telling a story instead of just like, okay, well, here's our honest attempt, but we got to put this message in here and this one here and you can't have this character. Like, I think the people are actually starting to see that. And I think part of it is because, and I'm not saying it's just because Elon bought Twitter, but like, I think a lot of the bot campaigns, people are starting to see through them and just ignore them. So like, when Disney goes out and pays 30,000 influencers to say, oh, we loved this movie, even though like, people are seeing through that now. Like, you look at people like Christian Harlob. You don't see as many of them on the internet now. Like, most of the ones actually have passion and, like, a steady through point on their arguments on any given topic, right? It's not people that are flip-flopping back and forth because that's where the paycheck is saying for them to say that week, right? Like, 
I don't know. You want I, I, yeah, I think it's it's the last year has I been have, interesting, uh, and I think the next year is going to be really interesting for like seeing where some of this fucking like hyper woke shit that we've been complaining about actually lands. Because like, yeah, I would say it's not even woke. I mean, like, yes, it's woke, but also like it's the hyper woke. Like, as I says he put it best. I feel like, and I think this is a great thing. Theme park cinema is like dead in the water. Like, Flash, it's falling look at, apart. Look at Flash. Flash wasn't woke, but it was like the most bland. It was just terrible. Like ever made. And I mean, behind the scenes, <laughs> shit with Ezra Miller didn't help that movie yeah. at all. And like, right? I'm the point was catastrophically bad. Was, you know, like, he was so really bad. Just, like that was the last couple of DC movies. Right like, for it. It, it wasn't woke, but it was like it was like the most generic movie ever made, and like people just. Do not give a shit. Like something like you know, like John Wick Four did like a couple hundred million. I think like almost what was it like five hundred yeah. million budget? Here's like the, I have like the list. Eighty. I have and, the list. You know, Here we I go. Was, I was gonna say like style and personality to it, and people generally say, thought it was good. Before John lists off the list, it. do we want do we want to play a game of the other three people? Um, what you guys think are the top five? Highest grossing films worldwide in 2023. I'd okay. say Barbie, uh, Barbie. Okay, okay, okay. We'll go uh, one at a time. Super Mario Bros. Matt. Super Mario Bros. No, we're gonna go one. Oh, at, I got Barbie five time. locked in. Okay, we're gonna one at one at a time. I'm gonna say Brendan. Brendan. Wait, wait, okay, whoa, 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 Brendan first. Brendan first. Okay, one I, I got gotcha. you. Brendan, go. I'd say Barbie Oppenheimer. <sighs> Super Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. Probably, man. What else? The no early from this year. No cheating. I see you. Um, I mean, honestly, shit. Fucking what Avatar two made in January might be, but no kidding. Yeah. Um, no, that's I, that was going to be one of my answers. <laughs> like uh, maybe. Oh, honestly, even though I'm pretty sure it lost money. The Fast and the Furious twenty, and hmm, probably into the Spider Verse or the Guardians three. I'd I'm thinking say. Guardians. Okay. I know Guardians three didn't lose money, but I don't think it made much. So like, okay. if that counts okay. as one of the top five, this has been a bad year. Yeah, Brent, go. I'm gonna say Barbie, Oppenheimer, Mario, uh, Avatar two, and was Maverick this year. No, last, last year. year. No, that was last year. Okay. Last year. Oh, shit, last year it was we technically last year, but it it launched on December twenty fifth, so most of the money yeah, would have been made this year, right? Don't they count the number? Don't they count the numbers toward the year it actually comes out in? Yeah, no, they do. I was, I was yeah, sorry. okay, but, uh, it's, but like, I'd actually, I honestly want to know now if like, like if the, the, two, two months know, that was in theater, yeah. if that made more than most of the movies <laughs> from this year, because I think it did. Okay, so you said you said what again? I got Op, uh, Burby, Oppenheimer, Mario. I'm I'm gonna say if we actually dug into the money numbers, you could probably fucking put Avatar up there, and it's been a really fucking bad year. Like what? It's been a while. Mission Impossible, maybe? That didn't make oh. much, but it, it did make a profit, which this year puts it in the top half. Right. Okay. Uh, Milos, go. Okay, so, man. So, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Super Mario Bros. 
I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy, the only decent, the, the most decent of the superhero movies that came out this year. And I'm going to go with the Fast. That's probably in the top okay. five. And here's, here's, so my, here's, here's my other thing. Here's my other thing. She poop? Oppenheimer didn't crack a billion, if I remember correctly. So this year, probably the only two movies that cracked a billion are Barbie <coughs> I think and so. Super Mario Bros. Which is yep. probably okay. the lowest he's been. Did Oppenheimer in a long not time. even crack a bill? It's like just it's like under. Close. I've got the, but he just I've got came the list under. of numbers. Okay. Right. So here's the here's the top ten with with money numbers. Barbie, uh one point four four billion. <clears throat> Super Mario Brothers, one point three six billion. Okay. Uh Opp- Oppenheimer at nine hundred and 52 million Guardians 3 at, yep Guardians 3 at 845 Fast Yeah, but that movie seven. costs like 400 so like the, the profit number doesn't really match up to No, that. but we're not looking we're not trying to the number just money made number. Uh, and rounding rounding out the top 5 is Fast X with 704 um 6 was Across the Spider Verse at six ninety, uh, the Little Mermaid was five sixty nine. Mission Impossible, yeah, yeah. Mission Impossible wow. seven. Mission Impossible seven five hundred and sixty seven. Uh, Elemental four ninety six, and Ant Man three four seventy six. Yeah, but Ant Man three like cost basically that. So like, if that made money, it literally made a cup of coffee. Like two of those movies are straight up lost money. Yeah, and like an honorable mention. Honorable mention to John Wick four at eleven with four hundred and forty. Now I'd like to see that list compared has to this, the has this been like historically. I think twenty twenty three is historically one of the worst years the box office has had in the last like fifteen. I mean, yeah. Besides like, the corona years, COVID years. So COVID years were bad. I like, take COVID years out of this. Like 2023 is probably the you worst would, movie. You would think 2023 was a COVID year. <laughs> You'd think. Was like numbers. by the numbers, yeah. yeah but, but then again, you look at 2022 and that one actually made some money just because people were like, fuck, we're allowed out again. Let's do it. Also, yeah, yeah, really movies, just can I just year. point out that, that um, Mission Impossible 7 made half the money that Brandon thought it was going to make. You Look, you were you were convinced it was going to be a billion dollar movie and I told you I, I said no way. No way, pal. Ah, I still maintain it gets to be show up I don't know. It's, I still think that whole fucking Danny Masterson thing and the whole Scientology connection just just caused people to be like, ah, eh, maybe not. <laughs> like, I mean, most people don't care. Like, I don't care. Oppenheimer and Barbie, like, completely. Yeah. completely no, it just really everything else that came out in those fucking couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody went to the movies in the summer. Because all the summer releases well, were just like it. bombing and bombing and bombing and bombing. Yeah, and that's nothing was worth it. Everybody goes to the movies. It was crazy. I went to Mission Impossible 7. That might have been the only thing I went to for three months. Yeah, right? But, like, um, And you used to go, fuck, once every two weeks, at least you and Corey. So, like, if you and I mean, you're you're not as down on a lot of movies as what I we've been lately. So, like, 
I haven't even been in the country for like a stupid summer. You need to go poop. Like usually, usually I go to the movies at least once a week. Like there's okay. always something. Let's go. Out. I'll be back. I gotta okay. go to puppy duty. Uh, you gotta go. Yeah, you know, we heard. It's like usually I, I go. I probably go to the movies as much as John, if not more, just because I'm more. You know, I'm, it's easier for me to get around. Sorry, man. You know, but Here's like the... I can just pop, I can just pop to the movies and go to the movies wherever I want to. But it's like this year, it's really Here's nice. The, um... I mean, you go like, ooh, I want to go to the movies. Here's the 2022 top 10 as a comparison. Okay. Avatar 2, Unholy Piece. Avatar 2, Unholy Piece of Shit. Let's move it here, man. Yeah, okay. Um, Top Gun Maverick, meh. 1.4 billion. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, speaking of meh. 1.001 billion. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Why the Fuck Are We In Here? Uh, oh man, nine, that was a bad one. 955 million. Uh, Minions. Minions 2, whatever the hell that one was. Uh, 940. Uh, Black Panther, Takalakians Forever. 859. Uh, the Batman, 772. Love and Thunder 760, something called Watergate Bridge 626, and Puss in Boots: The Last Wish rounds up the top ten at 81. It was it was all about the decision on whether or not they wanted to go and do Watergate. Are you kidding? No, I'm kidding. I have no idea. Okay. I was just saying, what? I've never heard of that. <laughs> hey, so do you want to hear what the domestic top ten was? For the US. Oh, Watergate Bridge. That's the Chinese movie, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know what's going yeah, yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. pull up the domestic top 10. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. You don't get that shit over here. Uh, also, uh, that's actually, I, I had that one on my uh, laptop. That's one. This is, this is one hilarious. That I really the to domestic see. top 10. Where is that? Uh, I, just, I, just, I just sorted it by its, uh, by its domestic numbers. Oh, okay. So you on the website. The, is there a way to go to the worldwide list and do that? Or... Yeah, if you go to the worldwide box office one and oh, I found, I found it. Domestic, domestic, box, yeah. domestic box office for 2023. Uh, anybody want to predict top five for this? <laughs> I'm gone. Well, the, Followed well, the by top, well, the top wrong, five wrong is the top five is not the surprising one. It's the bottom five of the top ten that's a little surprising. Okay, so we'll go. I'll go through the top ten then. Uh, this is just U.S. Obviously, Barbie six hundred and thirty six hundred thirty six. Uh, Super Mario five hundred and seventy four. Across the Spider Verse three hundred and eighty one. That's a pretty solid drop between two and three. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, but still, that being number three for domestic, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, Guardians 3, 358, Oppenheimer 326, The Little Mermaid 298, Avatar 2, I guess, somehow gets in here at 283, uh, Quantum Mania 214. Avatar 2. Yep. Where'd you see Avatar 2? 
I'm looking at the domestic box office for 23 wow. on Box Office Mojo. It's listed at number seven. Oh, I don't even have that on here. Oh. Uh, Ant-Man, Quantum Mania, 214. John Wick, 4, 187. And that Sound of Freedom thing at 184. So instead of, instead of, I don't know how, I don't know how Avatar 2 got on the list, but if you didn't include oh, wait. Avatar it says, 2. It says calendar grosses. Hold on. Uh, oh, in-year, release, in-year releases so, might be different. Hang on. So the, uh, so the real, the real number to 10. The, if, you count, if you count Avatar movie that he made from January 1st, it probably still gets into so basically, top 10. If you change it, so, if you change it to in-year releases, just move everything up. Everything from seven down goes up by one, and ten is actually the Taylor Swift movie at one seventy-nine. I am not surprised, man. I am not surprised. One bit. Then, I'm also not then, surprised by that. And then in number eleven, the honorable mention: Indiana Jones and the Dial of the Destiny bad. of fucking old oh. farts. The dialysis yeah. of destiny. Yeah. <laughs> how how did how did indiana jones 5 make two million dollars more domestically than mission impossible 7 how how is that possible um i don't, I don't understand this uh i don't know everybody I everybody was every anybody wanted to see uh Harrison's ford that Parker's being dragged across the finish line or something. I don't know why. Well, yeah, then, so Harrison Ford's. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was bad or anything. Something. It just didn't, you know. And they spent a buttload okay, on but it. But movie sucked. Movie sucked, man. Yeah. I'm just happy we got to see what I think is like basically the end of comic book movies as they once were. Mm. Well, here's the thing, they're still gonna get them, so I don't know how it's gonna work. I mean, and here's the thing they go back to like what they were for like first, we'll, we'll still get them, but two, the, two, the three, age two, three pages of Marvel. But here's the thing like the Blue Beetle, I think the Blue Beetle is good, and I know all of you guys are probably gonna disagree, except maybe John. But even the Marvels was okay, yeah, I liked it. I mean, was it the greatest thing I'd ever seen? No, but I liked it. Oh, but it was <laughs> like even as a, even as a comic. Even as a comic book movie, like Marvel is okay. You know, Flash Bond, of course. Like, oh, yeah, Flash was. Guardians but, were great. Here's but a I hot think take for the future. To do with, the next know, Avengers movie will not make a billion dollars. You heard it here first. I think that's a pretty safe bet at this point. Uh, that's a pretty safe bet, dude, because. I, I would even uh, wonder I, if. They I, honestly, I honestly didn't tell you what. You know what could. You know, a Marvel movie that could make a billion dollars would be? If RDJ came back to play uh, Iron Man, that could probably scream. Uh, 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 no, they're them, just going to get. Sort of I like that, the idea. I don't think anything, you know, does it. I like the idea of him coming back in blackface as Kirk Lazarus playing Kang. <laughs> I'm just I a just... dude playing another dude doing something. Playing like the dude who beat his wife. I think they're replacing what do you mean? with uh, people. Scarecrow. The guy who played Scarecrow, he's he's gonna okay, be um, now. Killian Murphy? Yeah. What? I read that somewhere. <laughs> How did he color swap? I feel like that can't I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris Tucker would be a better choice than that. If Oji, if Oji Kang was black, and you bring Killian Murphy, isn't that uh, washing now? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The shitstorm that that's going <laughs> to cause is going to be fucking fun. <laughs> and he would never, he would never do it. But you know what? I would love, and I could see them at least trying this because they're probably desperate after the shit with majors. Back up the money truck to Denzel. Mm-hmm. That's I wouldn't hate Denzel. I'd, I I would have cast Denzel as Reed Richards. Yep, he would right. never do it. I don't think. But I don't think he'd do a superhero. Mark but Denzel. he'd be great in a few roles. Yeah. Yep. So I'm actually, so, and you, you know who he'd be perfect, absolutely locked down, stone cold, fucking perfect for in the DC universe. Modern day Mister Terrific. Yeah, I think they've done that though already. He's oh, they've done Mister Terrific in a couple of things, but like Denzel would be a perfect be, choice because like he's got the age to believe. Cast, he's in. He's in Superman Legacy. They've already cast him. Oh, okay. Oh, really? It's the same guy that played uh, Darwin in First Class. Oh, <laughs> he's not terrible, but yeah, you could have got a oh. someone with a bit more fucking presence, like. <laughs> Yeah, he's a weird choice for it, but um, I'm actually, and you guys all know how much of a Marvel sheep I even admit I am, right? But if this, if this Fantastic Four movie bombs, and if they don't get the X-Men thing out in the next year or two, I think this whole thing is over with. The X-Women. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just think if one of those two things doesn't hit pretty big, this whole thing is over with. I, well, I would actually... uh, what was the first one you said there? Fantastic, and, Fantastic and with the casting choices are pretty questionable. Like, do we need Pedro Pascal in every fucking thing? Yeah. Like, I really, think, you couldn't have found anybody. Actually, care what? about the Fantastic Four though? Like, I no, feel like they care about who they do. Oh. But, like, I feel like no, no, no. all the evidence points we... to they they don't. <laughs> the best, care the most important thing about, about the Fantastic uh, Four is the Rogues Gallery. Right, that's yep. you can bring in so many different good bad guys if you own the Fantastic Four rights. But the Fantastic Four really like you can tell some okay little adventure family stories with them, but like they're not they're not built to be that flashy like you said the fucking the, uh, the theme park fucking movie. Like they're just not they're not built for that. Like Stan Lee when he wrote them, they were supposed to be adventurers of the unknown, just yeah, with a little bit of weird powers. They weren't actually like a superhero team. They just wound up in those situations once in a while, right? Yeah. And that's been the biggest problem with the Fantastic Four movies, is they try to make them the big superhero team like the Avengers, and, and they completely miss the whole family aspect of the group, which is what makes the Fantastic Four good. Yep. All right, but but no, a lot Brendan, of the Fantastic Four, the reason that people want the Fantastic Four is one fucking character, and that's Doctor Doom. Like, and with Marvel, yeah. I have no confidence that they're actually going to do Doom well. So it's like, oh, the one thing I want to be excited for, I really can't. Yep. Uh, Brendan, you had asked, do people actually care about the Fantastic Four? <laughs> I believe up until very recently, people cared about one particular aspect of it. It was getting John John Krasinski and Emily Blunt to play certain roles in that movie. Fair. They have kind of already bombed already because bombed. they wasted yeah. him in that crappy Strange movie. Um, yep, so sad. Krasinski I mean, would have been a great he, read, but 
he was good in that in those in moments, but like then I was just like, oh, oh. this probably means oh. they're not going to use him in the other one. Then fuck. Yeah, but that makes no fucking sense because if everybody else is an alternate Earth version of the same of the character by the same actor, why wouldn't he? Yeah, that's let me a good grab question. this. I'm just happy, you know, through this age of terrible comic book movies, I never got to see my boy <laughs> right here. Oh, uh, one you disappeared. Night, Moon Knight. Night. Get, get oh, Nightwing. Let me turn this off so you can see it. Yeah, you can't do it in the background, man. The only reason we haven't seen a Nightwing movie is because Dan DiDio loves abusing his dick. <laughs> nice. My, my David yeah, the, um, we, we They were at one point going to do something, weren't they? I'm shocked we never got a movie, honestly. Throughout this whole like last 15-year run of comic book movies, at least one attempt. Well, that's just it. If Spider-Man... Man, if Spider-Man is well, on his third thing, franchise, this, like, why couldn't Nightwing get one movie? Yeah. Like, you think he'd be prime. Well, Nightwing, Night, Nightwing kind of got Titans. Sure. Yeah, but even then, that was oh, more... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Need, like I said, it's... more dick in comic book movies. Well, Dan DiDio just... Me. He loves to abuse his dick. He shoots him in the head. He fucking gives him fucking oh, brain tumors. Fucking damage, <laughs> well, Crap, he might not be, but there's still... A lot of Honestly, people I don't know. I don't know, how a I don't know how a character named Big flies in today's filter. Call him Richard. Well, that's why. Well, that's why he went by Rich for like what fucking five months or something. So what? Are we Rich. not allowed? Amnesia. Are we not allowed to say the like, fucking former vice president Dick Cheney's name now because it was Dick? Like, it's a name. Like it's it's just a Probably name. You know not. what I mean? Like that's. Hey, speaking speaking of Dick Cheney, do you need, do you think Dick Cheney movie gets made into their schedule? Oh, that was Vice, like, like three yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, Vice. Yeah, yeah. That's old. Yeah, and that was really yeah, like it's big comedy though. So it's like I don't think they make it today. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We need a Dick Cheney movie, okay? It's gonna be huge. It'll be huge. All right. The biggest dick in the Cheney family is his daughter. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, what was that? Dude, that was that was. I cannot remember what his name was. There was a dude on YouTube dressed as ninja, and he was like, "Oh man, he was so funny." He used to make these videos, and part of his thing was he was the second. Scariest thing to come out of Wisconsin is Big Cheney. Part of his gimmick, and he was so freaking funny, man. Oh, that's man. that's just oh, a good man. line. Like, oh, I am yeah. the second scariest thing to come out of fucking Wisconsin. I gave after you the guy's Cheney. name. Like, Do you recognize it? There's a guy named I think his name is Charlie Barons who does a lot of YouTube shit. I think he's from here. Um, oh yeah, the Wisconsin, the Minuet, Minuet. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, weird thing. Even, weird. Even, like he actually even dropped a. A stand-up uh, special on YouTube. That was kind of funny. Called the uh, uh, what was it? Midwestern Goodbye. I think it was called. Yeah. A yeah, weird thing that, that I found. Yeah. A weird thing that came out in 2023 that I actually found myself liking a lot was the President's Play videos on YouTube for a little while. Oh, I, I love those. The three AI presents. Some of them are fucking hilarious. <laughs> when the three of them are playing Fortnite, and it's just like, wow, they actually nailed all of these like characters' personalities. Like Donald Trump is a dick. Speaking Biden has no clue where he's at, and fucking Obama's just a pompous jerk. It's like this is fucking perfect. Like, oh, I gotta tell you, 
I'm really sick and tired of people saying that my wife is not a female and that she didn't have our children. And uh, I love playing Fortnite with my buddy Joe <laughs> and my buddy Donald. All right. We stay up all night. And uh, everybody hates me in Chicago. But I keep my lights on all day. And you can see me playing in every window in the house. No, no, no. He doesn't live in Chicago anymore. He lives out there in like Martha's Vineyard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which, again, someone who's so scared of fucking global warming buys, like, literally a giant beachfront property. It's like, I don't think you're worried about flooding at all, are you? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, that, that's not something. I'm pretty sure his cook about. was about to say he doesn't care about flooding, and that's why he drank. This vineyard. Okay. So, um, here's. Okay, so here's, just, be, just before we move on to whatever the next topic is, speaking of okay. funny stuff, Ricky Fingerways dropped special, and you guys got to watch it. I heard the new special pissed a lot of people off, so I'm like, well, I gotta Dude, check that out at some point. I have not laughed that hard in I don't know how long. He was wait, what special? Uh, epically, he was Ricky Gervais. Uh, yeah, I heard he made things about it. Dude, well, I was dying. He, I heard he pissed a lot laughing. of fucking people off with some of the lines. Like, well, oh, yeah. that's that's usually but what I was, like to check he, out. He was his typical self, but <laughs> I laughed so hard. Like you guys gotta watch it. It's so funny. I don't know. Ricky Ricky Gervais is like a guy who like I'm like hot and cold on. Like sometimes he's like hilarious, and then sometimes I'm like, dude, like you're fucking beating it. Sometimes he can be degrading. Like I, yeah, he did yeah. a show with Carl Pilking, Pilkington called The Idiot Abroad, and like mm-hmm. they'd send Carl to like different parts of the world to go fucking do a tourist thing, and then like he'd call and just tell him to like have to he'd have to do something in between that he really fucking didn't want to do and he'd get all pissed off. But like there was times in that where like Gervais came across as really fucking annoying. Like I get that he yeah. was supposed to be the antagonist to Carl on the fucking trip, but like there were some times where it was just like, dude, you're an asshole. Like But when he's on point, I do like what he does for for stand up. So it's I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, I'm, yeah I it. forgot about it, it last weekend. I'm definitely gonna hit it this weekend too. Yeah, so. um, it. I, I, I'm telling you, like I was choking, like half, took half of it, and like, it was so funny. I think we're, I, I think we're approaching, I think we're approaching two hours here. So, as a final topic, <laughs> or you know, just a final thing, uh. What would we like to see this show do next year? As we're obviously going to continue to do it, um, do we have anything that we haven't done or that we've talked about doing that we would like to make more of an effort well, to do next year? Well, we have I, to review I, obviously next year the most anticipated movie of the year, uh, Madame Web. You know, that'll yeah. have to be like a day one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. It's Madame Time. <laughs> Holy God, how did anybody think that was a good idea? How oh, badly yeah. is that going to bomb? Oh, that one's going to be... Any, 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 anything that you stretch Dakota Johnson in, I'm probably going to watch. Like, well, that, is gonna be, that is going to be... That is going to win all of the Razzies. That's <laughs> going to come out when Corey's in Morocco, and I'm going to be really bored, so I'm probably going to go. <laughs> I yeah. th- I do think Venom three will make money, but unfortunately Sony's gonna have to use all the profits from that film to, to cover pay off the, the things that they failed on. Sam yeah. Webb and Craven the Hunter, because yeah. I think both of those are like so dead on yeah. rival. Craven, Craven's got it's, it's gonna be interesting. Craven might come close to breaking even. I don't think that's gonna be a total bomb, I but I, I don't think either one is real. 
well. Like, like Madam yeah. Web, I, that looks like it's going to be a complete and total fucking flop. Like, yeah. Honestly, for really me, bad. I think both of those. Like, I, I don't know about Madam Web how this is going to turn out. As far as clothing goes, I think it's going to be one of those that's going to be fairly decently made, but it's still going to fly under the radar because people won't be interested in it. So it's like I think I, think I think I think we I think we're coming to the point of probably at the point of comic book movie saturations where there's just so much of that stuff came out to where the people are like doing like, the good thing. And especially when it comes to anymore. the and especially when it comes to the Sony movies because these are Spider-Man villains that aren't allowed to Spider Man. So it's like okay, like half of the reason for even launching these characters you're not allowed to use. So like, what are you doing? Like, well, if you look yeah, at but the, it's like, if you the the whole, I mean, Spider Man, you know, role gallery is pretty decent in itself. Like, either. Oh yeah, but like, but again, like they're only decent because of the interactions they had with Spider Man. Like, no one remembers Craven for going and fighting fucking Iron Fist. It's they remember Craven's last hunt. So without Spider Man, you can't even do some of the most important storylines for well, that character. The same you, with Venom. You, like, you can use Spider Man, but you can you you can really you can use Spider Man. You just can't use Peter Parker. Yeah, but or are they just going to try and set up Spider Woman so they can throw that in every movie as the Spider Man stand in? And I hope not. No, but I don't. I, I mean, I don't think have, you can use Spider Man either. I mean, obviously, no, you're not allowed to have... use Spider Man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, instead of well, using no, Spider Man, is that why they're doing Madam well, Web no. and setting up two other Spider Women so they have some Spider people to actually interact with well, Spider Man? Yeah, you, you, like, you, you get Silk, you get Spider Gwen, you got Miles Morales. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you can't use Miles though. Yeah, Miles, Miles, I think, tied up in weird rights. But yeah. like, but if Sony is doing the Madden Web movie Spider-Man. and they're going to have... But if, yeah, Sp- but if Sony is doing... Yeah, but you Spider-Man. You can just call him Miles Morales, which everybody kind of goes by him, him being anyways. But right? if they were going to do that, you think you would have seen him like pop up or a teaser for him by now? Like Right now, it's looking like instead of doing a Spider-Man, they're going to have three or four Spider-Women running around and just mix them into the fucking like the big Spider-Man rogues gallery movies. Here's, and I don't think that's going to work. You, as, as long as they don't, they don't harm the other women, people, like, you should be okay. Should, you know? I read Spider Gwen when it came out, the comics, so it's like, I'm okay with that. You have, you know, Silk is in there and whatever, so it's like, you can still do them. And yeah. as far as, like, here's the thing, like, here. are you making a decent move? Because here's the thing, if it's just a money grab, it's going to fail catastrophically. But if you actually put some effort into it, you know, Venom didn't Venom didn't bomb. I'm like, Venom 2 Carnage was really iffy. But like Venom was fun. Yeah, the whole Venom interaction between Hard, like yeah. The whole interaction between Tom Hardy and as Eddie Brock and Zoom, like the, the whole back and forth between them was great. Like Tom I liked Hardy the dialogue. Like, it was fun. And I liked the Venom personality, but Tom Hardy's fucking, his choice of fucking accent and that was just terrible. Like, that might be the worst acting job Hardy's ever actually done. But I don't hate the first Venom movie, but it's not, yeah, no, no, it's not his best. Yeah, but Tom Hardy in Venom and and Eddie Brock was like, it was a fun thing to watch. It's like, yeah, I think he was trying to, supposed to be going for like a brooklyn but it with his English accent on top, it just did not come out right at all. It came out like some kind yeah. of weird fucking New York, but not, it almost came out like half-retarded New Jersey. 
We'll have to find out from Josh if that's accurate. <laughs> well, we're going to find out whatever it is in Venom 3 because we're going to get that as well. So. He sounded, that yeah. sounded like back when the Dutch controlled New York. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> yeah, that's not next year, though, is it? There's, I don't think there's any way they could get it done by next year for next year. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, there's sure plenty of ways they can get it done. It just doesn't, mean, it doesn't speak to the quality mm-hmm. that's going to be put into it, but there's plenty of ways that they can get it done by next year. They should do yep. everything practical and just use a bunch of like of those uh, those uh, silly string spider web things. Silly yeah. shooters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as um, things I'd like to maybe do next year, and this is all stuff we kind of talked about or we're doing and kind of stopped for a bit. Um, I still think the uh, that idea we had for a like a director's retros- retrospective thing is a good idea. I just think we never really that never really got off the ground anywhere in any particular direction, and I think maybe we should try that again next year somehow. Um, we'll just have to figure Our out tape. who we who we want to start track. with. Yeah, no, we're definitely gonna get back to that. Uh, it's been a long time since we've done any of that. Well, I don't, um, I don't foresee any new episodes coming out. I see, yeah, I we see got, no. I see no new episodes coming out, so we can get our backlog of a season and a half of reviews well, to that, do. That also depends on when they drop season two of Prodigy. Well, we still have Lower Decks, and we didn't finish Strange New Worlds. So yeah, it's like, we, have the yeah. last, we have the last four Strange New Worlds from last year, or this year. And, and then the all, entire, all of, all of Lower Decks. And the, Lower and the entire season of Lower Decks to still do, yeah. Um, I still didn't watch because pre- I was kind of saving it. Are they? Are they? Uh, are they putting Prodigy on Paramount, or is that going to be on one of no, those? No, it's, fast it's on Netflix. Season Season One is on oh, is Netflix it? now. It, oh, Netflix all right. So, took it over. so Season Two is going to be on Netflix. Yep. Oh, we don't right. have a specific date yet, but yeah, it, it is. Um, It'd be hilarious if it was on Max. Yeah, I I assume they're going to do the thing that it seems like they do with a lot of their animated crap, where they're probably going to split the season in half. But oh hopefully yeah. That'll be, hopefully that'll be less abusive than the actual airing schedule they used for it last time around. Mm-hmm. Oy. Waiting a whole yeah, year between episodes, or like gross. the five ep- the five episode block, then it would go away for three months. Like, ugh, yeah. gross. Um, I, will, I, I do will say this, say... like looking, looking, looking at 2023 and stuff that we did. What I'm really kind of happy that we actually managed to do this time around was actually doing we we for Venetta for November the fifth and doing like trains and automobiles for Thanksgiving, getting those well, uh, you know specific Brent, movies for this Yeah, mostly because you've been lobbying for those specific things for two years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad we got to do them. But yeah, I'm glad we did a, actually do those. Yeah, those are those are both good. We didn't, we didn't get our, we didn't get our yeah. 80 movies done in December, though. You know what I mean? But that's okay. Hmm. Uh, we Honestly, should also get with, back to... with, with where my work has been this year and how busy I actually was and looking into 2024, I'm probably going to be even busier. Wow. Brent, if you, you can though. hear us, you're muted. 
Yeah, you're on. Yeah, mute, you are Can't hear. We're just saying. Can't hear you. Nope. Now you're muted. Dog, unplug your headphones. Hear also, okay, can't hear you, man. Oh, oh, there he is. If that sounds better. Signs oh. of life. Signs uh, of life. Uh, no. Almost. Wait. Almost Wait, got no, it, man. You were playing with a cord. Maybe this oh. is like a... He's doing a bit as a mime? Who knows? No. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. No, we can. We can. Uh, I unplugged my headphones, so... Yeah, you yeah I did that. I did that during the Galaxy Quest show way back, and then I mm. couldn't get back in. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Um, no, the, the puppy ran under my fucking chair and pulled on uh, my fucking head there a minute ago. So that's yeah, probably yeah. What did it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. okay. I, fi- I, I figured there was a big thing going on there. Before we wrap up this show, I do want to say that I hit my uh, resolution. Of watching okay. 70 2023 releases Ooh. in the year. You're ahead of so me. I, so I hit. Wow. Um, actually, I think I'm at 71 right now. And then I didn't even get that. I'm going to go this weekend to, uh, to Fishman, too. Um, it's going to be uh, 72. Nice. You got me beat this year. I might get to. I think my final number is going to be in close to 70, but under it. My My highest. Had been, uh, I think it was 2016, where 2000? I had seen 69 movies. Hey, yo. This is actually the first time I'm using Letterboxd to track my movies, and I track 70 as well. So, not <laughs> that I'm competing with Justin, but you know, nope. just don't get yourself fucking banned from Letterboxd like Josh managed. <laughs> No, because oh, I I don't post reviews. I just, you know, I do a list, and it's like 2022 list. And I just I, when I watch a movie, I add it. I don't review it. I don't give it any stars or anything. I'm not reviewing movies. No, it's just, just my I just track from what I watched this year. Like my reviews are shit. Like what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> Those are my reviews on that thing. Yeah, I don't actually put reviews on there either. I just use it purely as a list. Exactly. It's it's good as a tool, man. That's all. Other things we did this year that I enjoyed is uh, 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 we did the post Super Bowl show last year. That was fun. Uh, we oh, should yeah. make an effort again. That was fun as hell. Um, yeah. Honestly, why not? You'll watch yeah. it anyway. I mean, like, I'll not? be alone again that night, anyhow. So. Because she's gonna be. That's yeah, and we can, you know, we we can talk about how you know the 49ers beat the Chiefs, and you know, fun (laughs) Ravens or whoever makes it. I was gonna say the Chiefs aren't making shit right now. They just look (laughs) like Ravens. Ravens look dangerous. I I just, I just have to bring this up. Sports related. The Justin and John, your your Celtics. They shut up! I haven't watched it yet. Shut up! Don't say anything. Dude, he's, don't, he's don't got say it. anything. He's going to DVR. Okay. He's gonna DVR. Don't talk about it. Don't not talk yeah. about it. Yeah. He avoided it for like two hours, man. I know. No, I know. I'm, I am watching it, though. <laughs> I've tried on another screen. I'm like, I am watching it. Yeah. Oh, my Justin, here, here's, my, uh, here's my bold prediction for 24. Uh, this is wrestling related. Okay. AW will no longer exist. By the end of 24. that's a possibility. 
After, um, after the whole no, think, thing and the way the fucking ratings I, have been dropping, yeah. Nah, it's, it's, not I that, it'll, it's not that bad. I think it'll still it's, exist. The, it's the fact that Warner Brothers wants to get raw and they'll kick Wait. it to the curb. No, I think so I, I think, think it'll still I think it'll still exist. Um because it, it makes enough money on like TNT and TBS. Um I think what they'll do is they'll end up making um this is gonna be the year where uh WWE and AEW end up doing something together. Um because if they're if because if Warner Brothers Discovery can get the um rights to Raw. Um, they're still going to want to keep AEW and, um, you know, all their show because they... David Zaslav is friends with CM Punk. The way he ended up out of the company, I think Warner's... Oh, I lost you. Oh, he lost his headphones oh. again. Oh, no sound? Uh, oh, no, now, no, you now, went out for a second. Lost you for a second. Yeah, you went out oh. right after you said they were friends. Yeah, well, David Zaslav is friends with CM Punk, so the way Punk ended up getting fucking pushed out of there by the like the all elite or whatever the fuck they call themselves, that, I think Zaslav is like, yeah, fuck this company. We'll just make a fucking deal with WWE and drop this because I don't want anything to do with it. Which, if that oh, happens, well, John's prediction is closer to true. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you still got if you still got WWE make around. WWE make a condition of that deal if they get that deal from Warner Brothers couldn't they make a condition of that you have to take them off the air and that um, probably is I don't know I don't know if they can make that a condition of it but they may say they can make that a request they can make that a request and if they're fucking if the contract for AEW isn't signed that they don't have to offer them a new one so that's that might yeah. actually be what happens it runs out in October of 24 yeah, I so like to... they might just not renew and then pick up WWE to replace the time slot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to, yeah. re to replace the programming block, not necessarily the exact time slot, but. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so like, not, if things like that happen, AEW could actually be in trouble. Financials yeah. over the last three years. And like, even though they've made like money, he's still out like almost $100 million at this point for just those people that he signed and like the not doing okay. anything with most of them. Yeah. Like literally you've got the Hardy boys locked up under contract and you don't use them. Why? Like, well, I know they can't do well, that's because know, Yeah, but I know they can't well, do what they yeah. used to, but you can still use them in matches and get, you know what I mean? Give the rub to somebody along the way. Like the Hardy boys can be used to some role. Like, yeah, okay, maybe they can't run like Jericho still does, but like they can still do something useful well, if you're paying not, them. It's not it's not so much that, it's so much Jeff. Like they can't have Jeff really on TV because well, even still, like Matt Hardy's had runs. He knows how to make guys look good in the ring with them. Like there's no reason they can't they're paying both of them. Why not use them once in a while? Like because the problem right now is they have so many they have so many people under contract that they just don't have even with the new show, they don't have TV time for these people. You know, yeah, like, that's why, like, once in a while, you've got to take a fucking jungle boy and say, okay, go away for a couple of weeks so we can push somebody else and then come back and we'll give you a better push. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, well, he hasn't, he hasn't been on TV in what three no, months? He's been out for a bit, but I was well, using him as an on, example. But like, he hasn't, he hasn't really been on TV since the whole, uh, since that yeah. all went down. Which, and again, that could be a David Zaslav rule because him and Punk are buddies, right? Like, 
that there's some weird well, situations in that it's like it could really fall several different say, ways. It's been more since Edge got back. Okay. Because when because Edge came when back, Edge he um uh he started beefing with uh Christian. And that mm-hmm. was Christian's beef was with Jungle Boy for a while. Uh, so so ever since uh Christian injured Jack Perry, um mm-hmm. and then Edge came on, Edge has been kind of beefing with Christian and it's I think it's all leading towards, you know, an edge and edge versus Christian match. Yeah. But, well, I mean, that's yeah. why you bring Edge in anyway. Like, yeah. That match is on Saturday night. Okay. There's a there's a pay-per-view on Saturday night, and mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do that there. Yeah. So, but, I mean, like you, you know what the storyline for Edge and Christian is going to be. They're going to have the feud where they fight. Eventually, one of them is going to go into feud with someone else where the other guy comes in with a save. They're going to end up tag-teaming for a fucking special event, and then they're going to do a little tag-team run, and both are probably going to end up retiring as the tag-team that they started as. Right? Like, yeah, I think that's the goal for that. That, I mean, that seems yeah. like the general plan over the next two or three years, however long it takes for them to say, okay, I'm done, right? Like, and if they don't yeah. if they don't have uh, Sting versus Darby at Revolution, I'm going to be upset because that, that needs to be the match, and it needs to be Sting putting Darby over. And that's how Sting goes out. That that's yeah that's, for a retirement how, match. That probably gets Sting the win. I agree with you. That would be the right way to do it. But with Sting, where he's just been such a big name, he's been around for so many years. If this actually is his retirement match, he might go out on top. But you can still make the other guy look good when you're doing that if you book it but, right. But um, still, I mean, you know, everybody everybody looks <laughs> back at the real Ric Flair retirement match of him versus. Shawn Michaels, yeah. and with the "I'm sorry, I love you," and then the super kick yeah. to the head. You know what wow. I mean? Like that's that's what you need for Sting. You need you need Darby to just like jump off, jump off some sort of ladder with his skateboard, and just be like, "I love you," and then just like smash him in the head with his fucking skateboard or something. You know what I mean? Like you just need yeah. some crazy shit like that. You know, for Darby to get put over over Sting, but. Yeah. Okay. Good conversation, boys. It was fun. Yep. Happy New Year yeah. to all. Happy and New Year. Also, Happy New if, Year. Anybody, if anybody's listening to this on New Year's Eve, if you start watching uh, Forrest Gump, 10 o'clock, 38 minutes, and 57 seconds, you will celebrate New Year's Eve with, with Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Oh, okay. she takes good luck like an ashtray. That can't be the end of the movie because I thought it was longer than two hours. But okay, okay. that's no, no, that's where the New Year scene happens, yeah, where he tries to give Forrest yeah. a hooker. And... Oh, okay, Jenna. Yeah, so if that's, that's where watching like, it. If you start watching it at apart. that point, by the time midnight like, comes yeah. around, you'll be celebrating New Year's with Lieutenant Dan. Oh, nice. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. Dan and I am. Dan and I am. Dan and I Should we do the uh, the the best the best and worst movies of 23 as the first show of the new year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't watched well, hardly any new movies this year. I just know most of them were on the worst of list, so. We'll have to... Oh. We'll have to uh, we'll have to figure out what we're going to uh, 
how, how we're going to include that list or whatever, because I know, I know, I think last year we said no documentaries and no stand-up specials or whatever. Oh, no, so. no. The only thing, the only thing I had, I had a documentary on mine last year. I think the only thing uh, was you throw out a stand-up special and they're not long enough. Yeah. I mean, my, my personal, my personal criteria is 90 minutes in length and that's all I, that's oh. the, you know, oh, all right. For all right. And, yeah. And then my um, the top ten I have will be sufficient then if we're gonna include yep. that. Okay, so we'll we'll plan on that for um maybe next week somewhere. Uh yeah. Maybe right. a week after that. We do have the Milos and I will be doing the uh the Doctor Who Christmas special next week with a special guest. Ooh, so ooh, ooh. Yeah. So there's that. Ooh. And then yeah, we'll figure out a time to do the um the uh the best and worst movies. I will organize it better this year because last last year was a shit show. Um it was fun, but it was a shit show to actually ah. do because I, I, lost, I, lost, I lost track of the list about halfway through it and then yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we will we will organize have, that a little better next year. I have an interesting year. list. It's, it's a secret list on Letterboxd. I have an interesting list for you guys to share. Wow. Okay. All right, well, we'll set up, going, we'll set so. up like a, a deadline date for everybody to send me their list. Um, maybe a couple days in January or something. Um, but uh, we'll figure it out later. So, all right, guys. This was fun. All right, fellas. All right. Snooze and Later. Bye.